Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Dangs, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And this is The God Show, The Culture Report. Boy, 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 y'all can make noise, y'all can make noise. And today we have a plethora of guests. Right, we have we have a cousin, <laughs> our cousin Jack da- Burgundy Jack. <laughs> Burgundy Jack, has our cousin Burgundy Jack. Building. No, no, no. He wears Burgundy every day. Oh, that's the brand. Dog. I've never seen the a same the same way they the same way it was Haitian Jack, <laughs> Burgundy Jack. He's that. We have to argue with the people again. We have Juju. <laughs> Oh, look, Juju, Juju was so, Juju has such an experience. <laughs> he was attacked so much that he, he called me and said, "I will be there when you shoot. I don't even need an invite. I'm coming." <laughs> we have Juju. He's oh, shoot off his chest. He's doubling down on everything. Just to let you know. Let's go. And then we have a, a male advocate. Yay, Char. <laughs> hey, Char. She's here today. So we're gonna have some fun today. Let's. This is the coach report. This is the. By the way, this is my favorite show we shoot because we get to talk shit all day rather than interviewing people. And you know, you gotta go at their pace. I love doing this. Let's get it. Okay, so I want to start off by talking about Diddy. Diddy is in the headlines for two reasons. Um, he turned down a nine-figure deal and gave back Bad Boy artists their publishing rights. What does this really mean? And is it a good idea? Right. What does it really mean? Well, I think it's good for karma. That's but, what I think it's But for. basically what he did was he owned the rights, right? So when someone owns the rights to your music, you can't do things with it without their permission. Like movies and stuff? No, like sell. Like sell, like you you can't sell something that you don't own the rights to. All right, I have a question. So Irv Gotti said previously that he's not giving Ashanti back her masters because that's how he makes money. But then I heard he sold everybody's masters. So he did. So what's the, like, like... He did. He sold the masters... Of murder, Inc. okay. So this th- is what they asked me: What's the difference between masters and publishing? The masters is the sound recording, and the publishing is the uh, authors of the track. So it's, I think I'm saying it the best way I can because composition is the comp- as I say author there of the track. Go. The composition. So the publishing is the composition, and the masters is the master. So Ashanti owns her ma- her, her publishing, but Irv Gotti signed Ashanti and Ja Rule and those guys in the time with 360 was it popular so he doesn't get money from their shows he only gets money from the royalties from the masters so when y'all start saying give the masters back y'all basically saying give your part on how you eat back so like ashanti can make 10 million dollars a year being ashanti irv Gotti can't make 10 million dollars a year being irv Gotti. so he only gets off the spins the streaming type thing yeah the masters anytime somebody tries to like if hbo wants to sync the song okay they have to call irv Gotti instead of calling ashanti got it Cause he own. Cause when you clear something, you got to clear master rights and publishing rights. So you got to pay two checks when you clear something. He gets one, she gets the other. If she owns a publishing. If she owns a publishing. So right now, publishing a lot of this music is over 10, 15 years old. Yeah. Is there real money in getting the publishing for this back money? Catalog, yeah. on back, so that's what back catalog is for. That's why. This is why I'm doubling down on these all these all these talking <laughs> crazy. He can't <laughs> wait. He can't wait. He can't wait. <laughs> when artists say they want to keep their masters, they want to keep like. 
first of all, Leo, I think Leo said it the best. In the mic. He said, what the fuck are you going to do with your masters? You don't even know how to do, you don't even know how to do the business of your masters, right? So if somebody calls you to do a sync deal, you don't even know the, the terminology to start the conversation off with. So it's like, what the fuck do you, what are you doing? So in that situation, Irv is like, look, man, I've been holding that, holding this shit down for the X amount of years. You've gone off, like he said, you've gone off, you're creating your, your own path, you're doing X, Y, and Z. Pay me, pay me the rights for their no, rights no, no, back. No, no, not pay me. I own it. No, so if you want it back. No, I'm saying, but the problem is, is that, dog, that's why people don't want to be in the music business. We are crazier than everyone else because we literally put on people that can kill us. It's not like, like, so it's like, so let me get an example. So let's say if I make this, right? This is my product. I make this. I can sell 10 million of these, right? I don't have to worry about how this thinks, how this feels, anything, right? But when the product is a human that can talk back, they start saying, oh, it's, it's predatory. It's only predatory because the product can talk. It's not predatory. It wasn't predatory when we signed the deal. It wasn't predatory when I gave you the money knowing that there was a big, better chance that I wouldn't get it back than I would get it back. So it's, the only reason it's predatory is because the person can talk. So, of course, Ashanti wants a master's. But Ashanti owns the biggest master herself. And Ashanti herself can make way more money off of her than she would off the master. I think Irv Gotti said he only makes two or three million dollars a year off of Murder Inc. Masters. That's with all the artists. Maybe that's for everybody. Like he's like. Meanwhile, Ashanti, that's two shows for her, three shows. So why do you want it back? You only want it back because you want to harm him. I was gonna say um because I think your question was, <clears throat> did you think that the Bad Boy catalog? Or was it worth it? I mean, you got to think about it. That's probably one of the most iconic catalogs in hip hop. But, but to be to be fair, mind you, just to be fair, Puff didn't give them the masters. He gave them their publishing rights. The money is six to one, six to one. So if he made, I'm just saying, if he made six million dollars a year off a of bad boy. He made one million dollars a year of publishing. He wanted to make sure they were still and, and by the, and by the way, it was still real nigga shit because he didn't have to. It was still real that he did that, but he didn't give he didn't get the masters back. I think it's like what you said. Shit, it I, it I was good for karma. Way. I think yeah. like it was one of the biggest songs in hip hop history. Fuck, I'm gonna give it back to you, you for it. You can't have nigga, that. I paid for this. I think it goes back to what you said about karma. Like he's trying to kind of have good faith with the black community. He wants people to kind of look at him differently now. He's trying to start these new ventures and like lead the black community. They he wants us to follow him. So well, he's trying to say like, hold hey, on, hold here's on. some good faith. Even going to that, like talking about good faith in the black community. There's no good faith in, in like, you have to have good faith in business. Mm -hmm. So take out the whole idea of saying black community good faith. Yes. That shit, like, business is black and white. It's on paper. If I put it, something in the contract, the contract don't know if you fucking purple, pink, red, or green. It's what you, what you, you are what you negotiate. Mm -hmm. So when you got people that are, like, that are arguing and mad about somebody saying, oh, he owns my master's, he's on my publisher. Motherfucker, I put an investment in you to own that. And when you leave, you can still go make money from you. You can make money. I don't own. I don't own your brand. Now, right. now you talk about a three sixty deal. So you talk about. But, but even but even if I let you out of a three sixty deal, you still are free to go do whatever you want to do. That's what I'm saying. Art dog. That's why it's a trick. If you got somebody spending money on you right now as an artist, you better not do nothing <laughs> to mess that up. Because once that person who spends money realizes what's gonna happen once you get where you're supposed to go. And they always say, not me, not me. Oh, man, listen, 
Right? I have a rule in business. I have a rule in the business. I always say this to artists. I got to love you poor because I'm only going to like you when you get rich. And if I only like you when you poor, I'm going to hate you when you get rich because you're going to turn it to somebody else. So for me, we are in the business of building our own Frankensteins. We're building the machine that comes back to eat us. Like the, it's the only business like that. That's real. It's the only business like that. So when you start, nigga, Irvin and Shanti ain't talked in 10 years and she's still out there. I want my masters. Look what Taylor Swift did to Scooter. I, like, dog, he did a business deal. He did a business deal. Now I might have some sentimental value. Of course it does. It's yours. But he had every right to do it. But she was smart enough to know public opinion is a huge. Public opinion. And if I can, if I can come to you with a, a bag that's big enough, you're going to give it back to me. So but, do business. Tell Shanti to go do business. But I will say this. Shout out to Puff for doing that. Because to me, I feel like, and it's another thing. Puff in 2023 is way different than Puff in 1994. Amen. In 1994, he probably didn't see the 360 view of how much money he was going to be making from so many other things, mm. right? Even if, I mean, he, he, he probably makes a few three a few million a year of publishing, but, I mean, Puff can make a few million dollars in three appearances if he wanted, two if he wanted to. He don't even have to at this point. He was getting $100 million a year from Ciroc. <laughs> Who cares? But he didn't really own Ciroc, and now... That doesn't matter. Own. He still was making $100 million from it. Wait, I, but... It, it doesn't matter in essence of what we're talking about. No, right it doesn't. Now. No, it doesn't matter. Period. People, hit me, hit me out real quick. Hit me out. This is a problem that we all face. We all ownership only matters when you want to sell. It only matters when you want to decide what to do with it. But if you're making, so if I own this brand, but I got to give you fifty percent of what I make, I can sell it ten times. That doesn't stop you from getting your fifty percent. So why is, why does that matter? Magic Johnson don't give a damn. He only owned five percent of the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. Well, wait, no, for me in particular, with the Ciroc conversation, a lot of us brought Ciroc because we thought we were buying into a black business. So no, 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 no. You, you are. He made more money from Ciroc than he made from music. He made the money. The problem is, is that it's levels. Making the money as a millionaire is different than once you become a billionaire. Now you want to do more with it. So, of course, he didn't own it. That's cool. But he probably, he made so much money from it, it doesn't matter. He can start his own if he wants. Yeah, but when we were in a space of supporting black business and trying to help ourselves, that seems deceiving. You knew that we were buying into it because we thought we were buying the black man's vodka and we were supporting black business. That was a marketing Can, can I tell you something, though? And I hate to do this, but let's be honest. Alcohol is poison anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so we supporting we supporting by killing ourselves. If we gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink no, it. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm about to check no, for my I'm, cousin and go buy. No, it I'm just saying. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying when you look at it from a like, alcohol is not good for us, right? So I don't think we support it. I think we supported Sarat because we supported Puff, but I don't think we bought it with the sentimental of black businesses. Like, we killing black, you know, you killing a lot of motherfuckers. Like, it's like, if I had a cigarette company and I have black cigarettes, I don't, it's giving everybody cancer. You know, you support me. But, so for me, it's like, I can't say that. That's why we did it. But that don't matter. That is what they sell us. It doesn't matter. Your percentage is your percentage. It don't matter who owns. It matters what you make from it. Because the owner gets paid last. That is true. So, the owner gets paid last. So, before I get a dollar, I got to pay all y'all. And what if I didn't make enough that month? I still got to pay all y'all. Shit, you go even further than that. You know, even, you know how, how uh, NBA and NFL teams work? If I give somebody a guaranteed contract for $150 million, that means the owner has to have $150 million that he just put to the escrow. That means he just took 
that's why you have to have a certain amount of money to even become a mm. in a conversation to be an owner. Because if I go and sign Jack to a $165 million deal, guaranteed 150 I have to put that $150 million in escrow, and it has to be available if it's the duration of his contract. Because if it's not, huh, now you're looking at the, right, what right. happened to the Mets. Everybody wants to be the boss until they find out how much it costs. Amen. And, it costs and then they're like, man, I didn't know, bro. Y'all, dogs, I don't worry about who owns it. Don't Drake didn't own none of his shit in the beginning. He owns it now. Two Chains didn't own none of his shit in the beginning. Usher didn't own none of his shit. He owns it now. Chris Brown didn't own none of it. The problem we have is we're so focused on the story of ownership and making sure it's black, we're missing the big part. Did you fucking win? Because I'd much rather have 100%, I'd much rather have 50% of a million than 100% of nothing. But I own it, it's mine. <laughs> it's mine, no, it's mine. Nobody can tell, but it, it has no value. But, dog, I, I, let's get to the next one. I got you. I'll just. Okay. Well, I appreciate that insight. We get it now. Huh? Okay. No, Jeff, Jeff Bezos don't even own. He owns like four percent of. It's like like thirteen, fourteen percent. Yeah, come on, man. This man is the one richest. He's one of the richest men in the world. You think ownership? He don't give a fuck. Uh, right. So <laughs> we focus on the wrong thing. But yeah. We are. That's why we're losing because we're focused. The most important thing that we should focus on is not ownership. It's winning. Because hmm. if you know how to win. Mind you, Michael Jordan didn't become a billionaire from playing basketball, but he was the best. So because he was the best, boom, sneakers I got on right now. He owns a team, he owned a team and sold it. He's a billionaire because he won. That's why he's a billionaire. He's not a billionaire because he owned the Bulls. Now, the New Day's like, man, Michael Jordan making all the money for the Bulls, and he don't even own a piece of it. What? The fuck are we talking about? His job is to help them win. He won, and then he gets everything from that. We got to start looking at things 360 rather than looking at it from the straight ownership standpoint because that's dumb. Like I, made, like, I made more money for shit that I didn't own. I own shit, but I made more money for what I didn't own because I, I had a percentage, and that percentage comes to me regardless. I like it. Makes sense. Okay, so <clears throat> 50 Cent's back in headlines because he hit a female um, radio host in the head with a microphone. It wasn't on purpose. This was after he had been handed – Several microphones that were not working, and he kind of flinged the microphone. He, and it he ain't fling it. He threw that bitch. <laughs> well, he tossed it. <laughs> he ain't tossed it. He threw that bitch like a pitcher in the MLB. Like, he but wanted that mic. To, is, he wanted to break the mic. Whose fault is this? So, is it like the productions team fault? Like, how does that? It's 50 fault. Right. Because bottom line is, the bottom line is, is he been doing this 20 years. You know it's going to be technical difficulties. Right. And now him know. throwing that mic is going to cost him a whole lot of money because he put a hole in that girl head. Right, so should he be paying her medical bills? Yeah, 100%. Nigga, right? no, she don't, she don't she want, want that. More. Some she, lawyer came right. in and said, you we'll pay your medical bills. <laughs> but You just heal. <laughs> we going to go get that money from him. Yeah, now you got to act traumatized. I can't go to live performances anymore. What? I'm scared a mic might hit me. She's about to get a bag for all oh, types nah, of she, stuff. Nah, she she about to come up. That's what I'm saying. But he should have, he, he know he was wrong. He know he was. Like, he'd been doing this shit long enough. He know Is there a way doing. he could get ahead of it? Like, say he offers her medical bills before lawyers no get involved. What is that? The head of it, it would have been not throwing the mic. <laughs> I mean, that's why they got He got ahead of it. They said he Cardi beat her. Right. <laughs> you so, got to remember, that's why they got insurance, too. So it may not come out It might not come out of his pocket. But, they, somebody, but she going to get paid. <laughs> So Ray, what I will say, though, what I will say though, like yeah, Fifty was dead ass wrong, but there are instances where there are instances where artists like people gotta understand when you come to a show, like there's a certain level of respect you gotta have for people because okay. these are still people too. So when you like you got a nigga that's on the edge of the stage and you start trying to grab grab his private areas, 
you got you trying Hold to. Hold on, what happened? That, that happened? Like, oh, yeah, this <laughs> he's like, wait, well, yeah. I've, I've I've literally been at a show and I've I've yes. seen like women like are past they're really aggressive and they'll do stuff and it's like that's not the type of time I'm on. Like I'm I'm here to to entertain you and to like I'm, I'm this is my job. I don't walk up to your job and slap you in the ass. That's all like guys who crowd surf and jump in there. I'd be like, are people not grabbing and like? Oh no, it gets it gets wicked. But that, so it's like there's a there's a fine line between it when it comes to a fan. Like you got to understand too that these are these are human beings that are entertaining you. So you you have to give them a certain level of respect. But I've seen some wild shit happening in the mosh pits on crowd surfing on the front of the stage, snatching chains. Like, come on, bro. Like, I don't come to your job and take your shit off your desk. Like, don't don't do this at my job. I agree. Um, geez, I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay. Um, so Cardi B and Mega dropping new music on Friday. Do we think this is a good look for Cardi? Like, should she be teaming up with Meg right now? And should Meg be putting out music? So, I wouldn't say it was so soon after it, but is this a good time and space for Meg to be putting out music? Anybody want to take this? It's a good time to put out music for anybody if the story is right. Is the story right? So, for Cardi B, who's... Whose song is it? It's Cardi's song featuring Meg. WAP was Meg's song or Cardi's song? It was Meg's Meg's song. Well, let's let's. Well, I'm, look, keep going. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. It. I'm looking at it. Yeah. So with everything that's going on, this is going to be Meg's first return officially to putting out music. And Cardi <sighs> did tell us that she wasn't putting out new music until her album came. But I guess this was already in the works. She already, no, that's what I said. When I said I, I said when the artists say I'm coming with music, they coming. They they that's already set up. They not artists don't put their foot in their mouth when they get to that level. That shit is done. But is it smart for her to? be working with Meg because right now everybody in the industry is trying to figure out where they stand and with this Meg tour. What was Cardi's song? Cardi's record. And this is another Cardi record. I mean, I think <laughs> like, in all actuality, like it's, they had a formula that worked before WAP. So like they have the fan base. They know that. So nobody gives a fuck what happened yesterday. Mm. Honestly, nobody it's like cares. Home like runs don't it's win like, today's game. No, over, over time, over time, like people uh, tend to forget like, She's still an artist. Is she still going to work in this space? You got to look at her as anybody else that, that's had something happen in that situation. Mind you, I have empathy and sympathy for the entire situation. But she's still in the business. She still she has to be ready and prepared to put it out, get the backlash, get whatever whatever it is from this record. So I think she got to she got to come with an album. She got to come now. Bottom line, artist, listen, the music industry is in trouble, and we need the superstars to save the day. That's the bottom line. They're like, no more features. I remember when we were signed to Interscope. <laughs> That's why I learned. I learned this. So we signed to Akon. We signed to him. We have a song with Akon on it. And we're on Interscope. And we go to uh, SRC, Akon's label, and they don't clear it. Why didn't they clear it? Because they was like, we can't get an album from him. But he keeps giving all his songs to Interscope. So remember, Bone Thugs and Harmony, I Tried So Hard. He did the record with uh, Snoop. I want to, uh, no, that was his record. Uh, That's That. No, he did a record with Snoop. He did a record with Snoop. He did the record with, um, woo-hoo. Uh, what's the record? Escape, Sweet Escape with okay. Gwen Stefani. He did the Cardi, uh, Cardinal Official record. So he, Interscope, he was making Interscope a whole lot of money. SRC was like, hello, hello, we over here, we your label, can we get an album? And it was like, no, that's why he was supposed to be on the Lady Gaga um, Just Dance record. That's mm-hmm. why Kobe O'Donnell's got on it, because they wouldn't clear him on it. 
his own artists. That's petty as hell. Well, it's not petty. It's, it's the it's, business is separate. Yeah, if you SRC, you like, I appreciate you going, but every artist runs out of time eventually. You know, and that happened to Akon, you know, and every artist runs out of time. So they was just like, man, can you come over here and give us what we need also? So they didn't clear us. So it's always some shit with artists in this shit. I'm pretty sure they probably told Cardi, you dropping an album. No more features. They got to remember, too, that um, Nicki just dropped last week. What I got? I mean, it's competition. Nicki just dropped last week. She just dropped a single, and the album's coming. Is the single good? It's dope. Shout out to but competi- but co- Competition is good, though. Rush D. I think Nicki and Cardi should drop an album the same day, like 50 and Kanye did. I just think that if you, because every fan base is going to come out rampant and start sharing and start... Not, not even buying no more. It's crazy. Just that listening. That would be a crazy showdown. Like the Barb's Who versus wins? Bartier. Who wins? Oh, my God. The music. Who wins? People. On Twitter? Cardi, no. On, Cardi B <laughs> and Nicki Minaj drop an album the same day. The Who has a bigger week sales? Oh, oh, like in real life? Cardi. Nicki. So, I'm not going to lie to you. So, this is. The so, Barb's do not play. So, hold on. Hold on. So, if it's a competition, if I'm Nicki, I'm going to be like, hey, Drake. Give me the best records you got in your arsenal that I can, that wow. I can be featured on. And you know if Drake. I'm, if I'm Cardi, I'm like, hey. Baby, I'm, I'm, I'm going down the line to like all the young hot niggas. Who like, wins? Nikki. I ain't asking you who going to do what. My who vote is wins? Nikki. I vote for Nikki. I vote Cardi. For, I vote Ooh. Nikki. I vote I, Nikki. I personally think Cardi will pull it off. However, I know it's it, like if, if they go down the right path of taking the right features, it's going to get it's going to get it's going to be a heavyweight fight. But then back to the initial question about Meg, like why should she be putting out music or not? All attention is good attention, right? Mm-hmm. So if she's getting a bad atten- getting bad attention right now, it's still going to be in her favor. She's still going to win. Right. She's still going to be headlines. It's still, no matter what, it's going to be in yep. front of the people. Yep. Plus, people want to hear from her. I mean, I think that 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 head-to-head would be kind of crazy, but, um, you know, Nikki, who don't, want, who need, want, Nikki don't need no help, though. Why? All right, Nikki that's Cap. No Jack, that's Cap. Nikki don't need no I'm help. Why? She don't. Jack. Mm. Because <laughs> shout out to the well, I'm not even gonna get into. It. I love the bar. I mean, yeah, I love. I'm just love asking. I'm, I'm asking the question. Why doesn't she need help? Why doesn't she need help? I want to know. So you Give say? Well, you say no, I, I want to no ask features. him. He says she don't need help. Why don't she need help? Well, because we, as we already know, you know, she's dropped more records. She sold more records, and I think she's a she's a bigger artist than Cardi. You know what I'm saying. Got to. Got to. Close no, no, Nikki does not have a diamond record, my brother. Nikki doesn't have one record bigger than Cardi's one album. Okay, so like, I'm just saying we don't 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 stop. She that's Nikki is the first artist in history. I know female rapper, but I think artist in history to have every song on her album go get certified. You mean Cardi? Yeah, Cardi. Cardi, I'm sorry, Cardi. yeah, Cardi, yeah, Cardi. Cardi's the first artist in history to have every song on her album certified. Who needs help? Well, I, I I think it's it's gonna be an interesting thing to look at. Well, they're not gonna go. I'm just saying. I think I think I think if they go head to head, I think I think Nikki wins if they go head to head. I think she wins by I like a thousand Nikki. records. Can I tell you why? What is Cardi fans called? Barty Yang. I didn't know that. Did you uh, know that? Nope. Did you know that? Yeah. You no, I mean, you knew it, but you knew I knew it, but I didn't know it. Like I know. I'm like, sorry. The barbs. Like, yeah. I know I don't want no Like, you know the beehive. That's my point. You know, you don't you know, want know the beehive. So that's why I'm like, I think, 
I think Nicki fans just stream that because you gotta remember you to make album sales. All you gotta do is put your phone. You need, listen. I could be streaming an album right. I'm actually streaming something right now as I'm talking to y'all. It's just low. <laughs> they getting paid for it. It was my record, by the way. That's all right. Sierra level up. But I'm saying, I didn't even know I was streaming that. But the point is, is that them barbs is gonna do everything they gotta do I to cheat the process. You. That's 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 why I'm like. Besides the fact that I think like Nicki does make really good music and might make a little bit better music. Cardi's music is more hits and fun and radio, but I really think Nicki one bar for bar can outwrap Cardi. Of course, and I just think that Nicki's fan base is a little bit stronger than Cardi's fan base. So I would. That's Cardi is more like the Nicki. Nicki just have a Cardi is the Democrats. Nicki is the Republican. She's more like Nicki is a Republican. You said Cardi's more like no. Nicki is a Republican. We hate. And and Cardi is the Democrats. You want to know the difference? The de- the Republicans, Democrats need to fall in love. Republicans fall in line. Cardi, Nikki's fans is gonna show the fuck up, whether it's good or bad. Cardi's more popular. She's popular because she's more likable. Yeah. But you're you're looking at the hand like this. I'm looking at the hand like this. This is Nikki. But it's Nikki's a, looked at as a mean girl. It not. Well, she's not she's looked at like that by everybody except for the fucking barbs. You missed. That's what I said. You missed the point. Just because we don't like her, or people don't like her, don't mean that there's not ten million people in the world right now who will die for her. I voted for Nikki. So you're saying the barbs are an asset to Nikki versus? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, yeah I'm well, saying like Cardi. Cardi has fans. No, that's a cult. Yeah, <laughs> barbs is a cult. Listen. Cardi has fans. I got a question though. There's two ladies here. I'm just curious. Why can't? Why can't? The biggest females get along. Because you're put against each other from the beginning in every aspect, even if it's at work, um, no matter what it is, females are automatically, there's always, you're trained to think that there's not room for two of y'all at the table. So it's always, they're compared, when females come out, no matter what music they put out, no matter what they're working on, honestly, they're immediately compared to somebody else that's in that field or something like that. Like other people... Like, you say rap is a comparison sport and it's a competitive sport, so you got to be used to it. But I think females, no matter what room they're in, they automatically are put up against each other. But like, you know what's funny? All the younger all the younger female artists are getting along. Because they learn from the yeah. the beef between Little Kim and Foxy, Nicki Why and they Cardi. Along? They learn it. Because they're actually friends. Like, Glow, we create, Glow, they created Glow, new Gloss, spaces. They're all actual friends. Yeah, like, well, they came up together. But yeah. I'm saying, so, like, I think... But too, aside like, from them, they, all the rap girls, that generation, yeah. are getting along. They, they learned the power of sticking together that you've always spoke about that Nikki and Cardi didn't get that little Kim and Foxy didn't no, get. So it's, so a couple, saying, it's a couple, it's a couple, it's a couple. I mean, I won't put it out it's there because I'm obviously in the music business and I don't, I, I respect that code, but it's a lot of females right now that don't like each other. Yeah. Females that y'all think of friends right now that are beefing right now, don't like each other because if all the girls, if Nikki and Cardi headlined the tour, oh, they could crazy. do stadiums. Crazy. Absolutely. How much money is in that? A hundred percent. Why are they not doing it? Women don't like each other. More money and beef. Didn't y'all say that? I feel like society puts it out there that women are catty against each other, but at the end of the day, you also have to realize that certain women have certain mentalities as well. So where certain women are going to get along, in other senses, some women aren't going to get along. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that goes into it as well. Mm -hmm. And I also think Nikki gets a bad rep because when she came in, there wasn't a lot of space for people like respecting female in the game. So she fought so hard to be in certain rooms that. And she, and and I believe that she wants everyone to come behind her to bow down. Yes. That's what she wants. Cause she worked hard. And they was like, bitch, we ain't bowing down to you. You ain't our queen. She expected And I think that that's where all (laughs) draws from. She like, by the way, she's not wrong. She's not. I deserve that credit. I agree. She created she created the genre. 
She's why people even want to. Well, Little Kim had a lot to do with it too, but like people are more willing to. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to start that. Jacob Yorko, goddamn, but, called me and talked me for three goddamn hours about <laughs> everything Kim did compared to. So let's not bring Kim. But up. just saying, like she did definitely like growing up in rap and being able to see both Little Kim and Nicki Minaj. Like I came in right on the cusp of it. I, I see both of their influence, and I could see what Nicki did versus what Kim did. Both of them, there would be no female rap without either one of them. So. Fox too, Fox Why doesn't Foxy happen? Brown get acknowledged? I can't answer. I really that. like. I, no, I want to know. That's Why your question? Yeah, Jack. No, nah, can't because I remember in in the nineties it was Foxy and Kim. Did you know that they were in a group together? Thelma and Louise. It just never came out. Yeah, put the mic. You know, but, but but anyway, um, I think you know, just I mean, Fox is awesome. I actually worked with her before, so she's a super sweetheart. She's not like how. Everybody depicts her to be, but I think she did she throw a shot at Kim, Nick, at Kim for being in the second row, the the second level of a con, Drake concert. <laughs> <laughs> she did get. She, I'm but, just saying, she did throw a shot at her when Kim wasn't sitting front row. She said, "You sit in the audience." Know, um, this is a little known fact. You know, actually, Fox is a mentor for Nick. I want to know the question. No, we have a we have a way of not answering questions. <laughs> right, Jeremy Shayna. I got it's a very simple question. <laughs> I, I mean, I really can't answer that. I, I think, I think, oh, just with, with how many New York like this is the thing. This is why a lot of the Southern rappers work longer and have it. It's, it works outside of Jay. I'm not going. I'm not going to say. I that. have a question. Go ahead. We champion and we continue to keep champion our artists. New York seems to like you get a you get a little high streak and then it's like, all right, he's not the king of New York. Nah, but Juju, but you you miss it. Hold on, you missing it though. In the '90s, it was two. Nikki, it was Kim and Foxy. Mm-hmm. It's like Foxy doesn't even exist anymore. She like she don't even like nobody's fighting for her. And I want to know why. I think I have a theory. I think it has something to do with colorism. Well, I mean, I think it has a look. I think it has a little something to do with that. Am I tripping? It may be. Shit, Jay. but you, you gotta also remember, like you know, Fox kind of got sick and she had a bad rep. Bro, so did Lauren Hill, but we love her. I'm did asking, Lauren Hill get sick or did she just like she got me- mental sickness is a sickness, bro? Okay, okay, okay. If you put it like that, mental sickness is a sickness. But I, I think that was more of a choice for Lauren Hill. I don't think it was like like I don't think it was Fox a choice. I don't think she, so. You don't want to address why Foxy ain't what she need to be. What more do I need to address? I wasn't. I, a, I wasn't a fan. I mean, I, I wasn't a fan. Of, I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't a fan of neither one like that. Like I liked them, but I, I couldn't tell you like the outside of their singles. I couldn't tell you they records. Like I don't listen to female rap. Um, I, I also think too. You know, it was kind of confusing with Fox because like you know first she had like the Jay kind of piggyback, and then she had the Nas thing. And and, um, and 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 Kim had the biggie piggyback right. and she had the puff thing. Right. And then <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know but he's not buying it. He wants to clear cut answer. <laughs> it's no clear listen, listen. It's no clear cut answers. She just ain't hot. I'll anymore. tell you. I tell you. Tell Kim me. understood the branding, understood branding way more than Foxy did. Because don't forget, Kim also Good got answer. surgery and lightened her skin. Kim. That's what I was gonna say. They weren't that far apart from each yeah, other. I think Kim understand, understood branding a little bit more than Foxy did. Like she just understood like where where the business was going and how to become a product. But in that y'all are being nice. Y'all about to tell the truth. Time, wait, I want to go Bro. to the colorism thing. You know what it is. No, I don't agree with colorism because back 
in the nineties, that's when everybody was that type of dark skin fly girls. They were in like we in two thousand twenty three though. We ain't talking about did they love. We know they loved in the nineties. I'm asking why didn't that love carry in the two thousand twenty? Oh, because you only get to pick one person to represent kind of. Says who? Big that, Daddy Kane, Rakim. Big Daddy Kane and Rakim from the eighties, and we still one love them. Female at the table, so they picked Little Kim to represent. We that started time. off this Just talking like about history, two females doing a song together. We can dodge it all we want. Okay, but in history, they're going to pick either Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. To rep- no, they're not. Thing, just like- 20 years from now, they're going to be like Cardi and Nicki. Nobody's going to forget about neither one. Well, Foxy should have made more of an impact then. I don't know. What she did, you. though. She had his. Well, what, what, is her imp- what was her contribution to female rap? She had bars. So did Little Kim. <laughs> Little Kim was sexy and had bars. That was her contribution. So Kim was se- Faction, sexy, bars. I think Kim was more of a brand. I, I, personally, I just think Kim was more of a brand. I'm not jacking colorism. That's all I'm saying. I think, it's, I think it has something to do with color, my personally. I just think it's something to do with it. I, Jay, you're not here. <laughs> Ask so, him. moving forward. Um, By the way, we didn't get no resolve. It's okay. Foxy, you're welcome to come on the show. Unless I ask her. Okay, well, that wasn't a good answer. All right, let's ask her. Yeah, there we go. Um, AI-generated song by Drake in the Weeknd, Heart on My Sleeve, has been submitted for a Grammy consideration. Should it be eligible for the Grammys? This is a song that was pulled from streaming services because it's AI-generated. So should it be considered for a Grammy? Everybody's welcome to answer this. The guy that did it was on our show. We got to drop that soon. I personally feel like AI generated music, like I don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with it. Like you were smart enough to figure out programming to make a song and put it into the music business, put it into the music economy to generate revenue. I don't have an issue with it. So who so owns it? AI? Whoever whoever programmed it, whoever created it owns it. So the problem now you have the the, the major issue is are you submitting it as a Drake record in Weekend, or are you submitting it as That's exactly what I was going to ask. So now that's a whole different It's coming thing. as Ghostwriter, so he's submitting it because of was human made. Give that's him a fuck. So this is the thing. I can't copyright your, your voice. I can sound just like Ray. You'd be like, hey, bro, like, Ray can't say Juju. You, you shouldn't talk that way. That's, the, that's my tone. So the thing now is where, where you have the biggest issue in copyright, you can't copyright Drake's voice. You can copyright his likeness. You can if I say this is a Drake record or this is uh Al Man record, I'm literally referencing him and now I'm, I'm referencing him, I'm referencing the weekend. You can't copyright somebody's voice though. So that's why if he puts it out as, as ghostwriter, hey, you 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 found a way to cook the cook the books and finesse the system, my boy. Can we, Congratulations. I wanna ask a question. Um why everybody so mad at you on the internet right now? <laughs> Man, it's time to break the ice, right? Uh-oh. It's time to break the ice. So let me give you a little background. <laughs> so Juju, Juju comes on the show, and he's a, he's, a, he's a. By the way, I I said it on my post. I'm gonna say it to you. You're brilliant. He comes up with a brilliant take about thirty year old rappers, and he has about two thousand comments of people who hate him because he said it. They calling them names, <laughs> yeah, Bro, death threats, death, death threats like, on them and everything. This nigga be fighting. They like this nigga be fighting next week. What <laughs> happened, Juju? Can we talk? <laughs> so the funny thing is, and I'm 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 super like I'm very analytical, right? So I start getting the comments and stuff, and I I interact with it because I know it's gonna make the post go a little bit more. Like I'm <laughs> interacting. So I actually clicked on half you niggas post, and I went to your page. I can tell. I can break down why some of you niggas aren't going to be successful and why you should stop taking. Let's focus. We're going to get on that. Oh. But I want to focus on why thirty-year-old rappers 
So are gonna have a heart. Let's let's. This is. I want you to drill down on why thirty year rappers have a heart, right? So the idea of it, the idea of saying if an artist is there's a person, right? They're working at the Ford plant. And you're 27 years old, and tomorrow you're like, you know what? Fuck this! I'm about to go get. A, I'm about to go become a rapper. I'm gonna go to studio lock in. Hey, bit bro, give send me some beats. I'm about to, and you think you're about to blow up, bro? Stop that shit! You're not gonna blow up. You're about to turn 30. You've never even tr- attempted to do it, this shit in your life. You don't even have 10 friends that you can rub together that can tell you, yeah, I'm dead ass, straight up. You don't have 10 friends that can that, that are gonna support shit you done, nigga. You can't even sell a pair of socks to a nigga on the sidewalk. You want to sell? You want to enter a market that has eight hundred and forty thousand songs coming out in a month? Like, come on, bro! A month? Like, that's a week. A week? Oh, 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 a week? Eight hundred forty thousand a week? And you're like, you're sitting there. You want to argue with a nigga like me who gets paid? I get a fucking salary to sign niggas and break niggas. So, do you think it's totally impossible or highly improbable? It's no, highly- no, no. I want to. I want to. I'm. Gonna, I got the answer. Let's talk about what makes it hard for thirty year old artists to make it. So, you want me to help you? Because I can help you. Okay, so so so, okay, go go ahead. So, thirty years old, right? You got a job now, nigga, because you got to pay your bills. Hopefully, you're, hopefully, you got a job. You should have bills, and you should be paying them. You should have bills. You should be paying them. Hopefully, you might have a family. You might got a, got some situation going on. Got kids, or something. You got to support that. You also into the work the work field, nigga. You don't even have the time. You don't have the mental capacity, nigga. Your libido. It's, it's gone, it's nigga. It's you have no fucking straight up. You have no fucking energy to do shit. Why? Because you probably an out of shape motherfucker that pull up to the club. You don't work out, like nigga. You, like you don't even understand how to put the, put two things together to make a brand. So like now, so we want to take that even a little bit further, bro. You're unfucking coachable. Like literally, you've lived enough life for you to think you know how to tell me how to do my job, and you've never done it. I, I'm gonna jump in. If you're 30, and you by the way, I I, I partially agree. With, I said that on the show. If you're 30. And you haven't made it by then, there's your answer. Now, there are some people, two chains, uh, Benny the Butcher, Benny the Butcher, who made it later. But though two chains for a fact was Titty Boys in his twenties and became two chains in his thirties. That's why he made it. He was already signed. He already had a hit out in his twenties. So don't use him, right? Rick Ross is older, but. You got to also look at what he was talking about. He signed a slip and slide too, Les. Yeah, and he was signed a Swap House. It's so-, so he he was in the game. Yep. We are talking about niggas that ain't in the game, that ain't made money from the game. If you ain't made money from the game at 30, something is wrong. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that you can't get it right. I'm not hating. That's a fact. But if you made if you didn't make money from rap in your 20s and you're in your 30s, that means you failed at some point. And you hear the, or you've quit. You know the common argument you hear? Bro, I don't have the proper team. I don't got the proper people put around oh, me. Shit. It's like, bro, you don't have no fucking friends. Like, your, your friends clearly don't support your, your, your fucking career. So I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you shit. I'm telling you the truth. Like, you have to be able to... You, don't, you can't even connect with people, bro. Like, like bro, if you weren't cool in high school, bro, it's not, you're not going to be cool now, bro. Like, just, just settle for who you are as a person. Be real with yourself. Look in the mirror and, and be, become real <laughs> and, with yourself. And another thing that makes it hard is that as you get older, when you're younger, you're more eager to listen, improve, and show. As you get older, you become more comfortable with who you are. Who you are didn't make it. So you have to be willing to be open to being someone else, i.e. Titty Boy 2 chains, Right? Like... Frank Ocean was signed to Def Jam as a lot. Yes, it's, it's a difference. Like these dudes, like there is a way to win. 
if you haven't won by the time you're 30, it's your fault you haven't, and it's your job to change it. And the fact that they were arguing with you shows why they didn't make it. And you're probably setting your ways not understanding even how to leverage the tools you have in front of you. Like, you probably don't know how to leverage social media properly. You don't understand how to get actually get engagement, how to get interaction. You don't understand the, the why yo, you shouldn't be putting an album cover up with you got wings on your back with a, a, gra- a great <laughs> background. But it's something else I want to address. And I want to talk about talent. I want to say this to talent. I know y'all don't believe this. I know it for everybody listening. I know that y'all don't believe this, but I can tell everything about you by how you dress. I know we don't talk about that. That's real. I could meet a producer and I could tell by how he dress because we communicate who we are. If I see an artist and you know, if you are, you have music is trendy, always been trendy and you can create trends in your 30, but you have in your thirties, but you have to be open to creating trends. So Artists be looking like, man, I ain't made it. And I'm looking at you like, I could tell why. I could look. And it's not saying that it looks bad. It's just like you can't hide who you are. Whether your beard is nappy or your shirt might be too big or your chain might be too big for where you're at in life. It's a lot of things that you tell us about yourself that you don't think you're telling us. You think, man, wait till I play my music. Nigga, I already know what it sounds like. <laughs> he bit, bro, he's dead ass. Like, I, already know, I already know what it sounds like. I can look at you and tell what it sounds like. What's, what's even crazy, they, what artists got to understand is, nigga, I'm a talent too, bro. Like, my ear, the exactly. way I can, I'm a talent in the business, bro. So I can sit there and I can tell you if you're going to be a star or not in the first five minutes, how you interact with the person you walked in the room with. And on, so, and, 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 and on to that, and you can tell by the anger. It is certain things that happy people don't do. Happy people don't go online and take time out their day. Now, mind you, I see 20 posts a day on Instagram that I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) But I don't take time to write a paragraph about what the fuck. (laughs) So the fact that you're taking time, time out your busy schedule to say, this nigga is stupid. He don't know what he's talking about. People like him say, dog, you are projecting. Project. You just told me everything you experienced. If someone called me ugly, it wouldn't bother me. But if you call somebody ugly who thought they was ugly, <laughs> nigga, you better get ready to fight. Some of the ugly motherfuckers coming at your ass. Bringing all the ugly with them. Bruh. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. So when you are triggered by something, Jay, when you hit dark skin, ah! when you're triggered, you're, you are letting us know how you feel. Then they hit you with the philosophical bullshit. <laughs> and you, that's the spew of the white man in the business. Oh, you, you're my fucking God. up Wait, business. Niggas hit you with that? It's like, nigga said, bro, you're Man, you got to go read them. You're, man, you're they, the they called him everything but the devil. You're the reason yeah. the business is going the way it's going. It's not maturing. <laughs> hey, fuck, nigga. We just broke two <laughs> artists. We just broke two artists this year. Like... I'm going to pop my shit. Like, if I got to pop shit, the pop shit. Bruh. I'm going to pop Bruh, it. let me tell you something. If you want to be successful as an artist and you haven't made it at 30, here's my advice. Ask everybody you know what's wrong with you. Give them a chance to just let go. <laughs> no, roast. seriously. Like, just roast. Like, what's wrong? And that is, and everything they say <laughs> is what the world sees. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because <laughs> it's like. Just ask somebody, like, yo, bro, like, man, my best friend passed away slow. This is the best moment I've ever had with him. Slow was rapping. I was on. Slow comes to me. He plays me his song. He's in the car. He's playing me his song. And mind you, he's my best friend. But he knows me. So even though I'm bobbing my head a little bit, he knows. (laughs) That's that fake-ass Ray Bob. That's that fake. (laughs) Nigga, you did that for the other nigga. that Like, I know that. So he's playing me his music. I'm in the car, and I'm like, 
Then he just stops. I look at him like, what's wrong, bro? Man, let me ask you a question. Am I going to make it? I said, man, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm working for you now. And literally, he became a successful manager. Right. So what's funny is, I just, I just, that really happened. I just seen a clip on IG, bro. And it's so funny. It's so funny how the universe works in, in mysterious ways, right? So somebody hit me. I ain't going to call his name. Somebody hit me. I was like, hey, bro, I'm working with this new artist. Bro, he's such and such brother. You should tap in with him. I don't give a fuck who brother he is. First of all, the music good. Bro sends me the music. I said, bro, this shit is awful. <laughs> Two days later, I see a clip him arguing with his sister and his niece. You motherfuckers don't support me. I saw that clip. Who is that clip? I saw that clip. And I said, bro, I said, bro. Who is that clip to me? Tell us. Why would so, you? We all know who it is now. Toya, bro, um, Little Wayne, damn, baby you, mother, and oh. Regine. You made the block high. He made the block high. That's great. That's amazing. He needs to make a song but that's about not being supported. I'm about to say, but the, the funny part, the funny part is, it's like that's that that's, that same thing comes full circle. We talk about artists, you just right? killed. You just you're, you're closest. Hold on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, stop. Flag on the play. You just killed the nigga. You literally single-handedly just killed the nigga. But Tamir helped. Tamir was accessible. Tamir was accessory to the crime. Ray was over here like, who is who? I'm like, who, nigga? But but she so but look but but, but that, that goes back to my point, bro. If your inner circle won't support the fuck you got going on, that's a sign. Fuck, do you think this? It's gonna make me think it's even better. Like, bro. Talent is talent. Like you either got it or you don't. You either got the star potential or don't. You you either like you don't be have to be able to write a record, but are you an entertainer? Because this is the music business. This is entertainment. Can you entertain somebody? If you can't even do that, it's like, bro, shit. But I there can't is even... a reason I'm why you are 30 <laughs> and you haven't made a check from it. That's what that's, that's, a, that's all I'm saying. There is a reason. And it's not now, mind you, if it was 20 years ago, oh my god, there's so many. I didn't get looked. I was in I was in Indiana and no one knew me. That's cool. But in 2023, there is a reason why you haven't made it at the age of 30. I got a question. Go ahead. What about time? So we say in 30 is too late, but what if you've been doing this for 10 years? And let's say you started at 15 and now you're 25 years old. You've been doing this for 10 years and you still didn't break. But you could be somebody that's Hold on, 25. say that again. Like, how long should you be investing? I'm going to tell you why. Okay, so let me tell you. I got the answer. 10 years so, every, if you look at history, Beyonce, Usher, name great artists, y'all. Her. Her. Uh, just give me a great artist. Who? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Bieber. Uh Rihanna, Michael Jackson, Prince. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Oh, that's a good one. Aaliyah. I forgot about Aaliyah. Kelly Rowland. Let's look at them. Let's look at all these artists. The artists have one thing in common. They all got signed when they was teenagers. And they all hit their peak 10 years into the teenage years. Think about it, right? Michael Jackson made Thriller when he was 24. Usher made Confessions when he was 24. You got to give yourself time. If you didn't make it by 30, I'm going to keep stressing this. There is a fucking reason. And it's not Juju's fault. It's not Ray's fault. <laughs> it's not the world's fault. It's it Juju's is fault. your fault. Something's not you weren't good enough. I had a friend that I was so close with, another friend, we were so close, and we stopped talking for 10 years because I told him that. I was like, bro, you can't rap. And he was like, and he told everybody in their mama, everybody in college part, Raymond don't want to help me. He don't want to help me. Nigga, I helped you. I tell him. I told you you wasn't good. Bro, I, to wait, me, that's the best wait, help you can tell, tell somebody is the truth. I got family members that'll call me and be like, hey, yo, yo, your nephew trying to rap or your, your little cousin trying to rap. 
I don't talk to my uncle. I said, bro, tell that nigga to stop. He got a list, bro. Nobody want to hear that bullshit he talking about. Like straight up, like not like like not even being funny. He can't put words together properly. Like, bro, he don't need a rap, bro. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but there's like there's still work on it. This is a perfect. You know what you gotta say? And here's another thing, because I'm pretty sure everybody up here has there's a song that's great that we don't like. I mean, not a great. There's a song that's a hit that we don't like. Music is subjective. I don't like your shit. I don't. There's seven billion other people in the world that might. They don't either know. <laughs> That's why you ain't where you want to be. Because <laughs> if they did, you wouldn't care what. Like, do you think any artist, like, dog, any artist that's working, they don't ask you what you think about their music. Here's a, here's a sign, guys. I'm going to give you some free game. If you're asking people what they think, you still don't believe in it yet. Next. Because if you really believe in it, you don't give a fuck what no one thinks. You're like, this shit gonna work. I don't care what none of y'all say. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So, hey, so what's funny is even we got that comment. There's seven billion people in the world, bro. Your music is subjective. Okay, nigga, we'll go find a hundred thousand. How come? How come you only have three thousand followers? Yeah. How are you? How come? How's your Instagram private? How come when I go to your shit, I don't see nothing that says you do music? Oh my god! The only way I know some of y'all do music because you got a link in the bio, and I click the link, and I'm like, oh, he raps. Oh, he raps. I, I didn't even know he raps. Damn, you got three people there. I know you. You probably four people live in your household. Your kid won't even listen to it. <laughs> Not the kid. Nobody. Nobody. Bro, <laughs> oh, support. Support is overrated. But I will say this. We are, I'm, I'm creating a community, and I'm going to make you a part of it, where I'm going to help artists win. Because there is, you can win as a 30-year-old-plus rapper, but you have to make changes with urgency immediately. Absolutely. And if you can make those changes, I mean, it might be your haircut. It might be they don't like your beard. It might be you look like a gangster, but you're rapping about, it's a lot of reasons why. Take a holistic, or you can call us, holler at us. We have this thing we do called Brand Audit. It costs, by the way, it, the Shana charges for this, but we have this thing called brand audit where if you want to learn what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right, then it works. Bro, look at this podcast when we started fucking a year ago. Nigga, me and Tamara, was, you thought we was in a jail asylum the way we was talking. <laughs> it looks crazy. The fucking street. When you Who cared? But guess what? Crazy. They was fucking with it. They was fucking with it. Nobody said, man, why is the screen? Why is the, the, the logo look like that? Nobody said, that's what people be thinking. Man, I just need a shot. Bro, you had it. You have it every day. We seen it. We didn't like it. I tell people, if you double a penny 30 times, you ever heard this? I told you this? I told you this. I know the concept. Okay, if you, double, you know this, Jack? Okay, so if you double a penny 30 times, you know this concept? How much, do you, how much money do you think you get if you double a penny? You take one penny and you t- multiply it times two. So the next day you have two cents. Next day you have four cents. By the time 30 days is up, how many pennies you get? How, m- how much money do you have? Just guess. $300, right? That's what I would think. $5.3 million. Yes. Double a penny 30 times, you'll get $5.3 million. I need that immediately. Can I tell you what that <laughs> but, but here's But here's what I'm trying to get. This, here's the point of that. The point of that is if you have one fan, Tomorrow you should have two. And if you do that consistently for 30 days, you'll have 5.3 million fans. Wait, let me look. Actually, more than that, look, by the way, because I'm look. starting at one and not 0.01. Mm, good look, point. Look, so it's actually, if we actually start, and you're giving you ahead of time. You make it even nicer. It's like, bro, I'm not telling you if you're 30, you can't make it. Like, bro, but if you in a, you a truck driver, nigga, next time you pull up to the, to the stop, man, make, get, get your friends that are at the truck stop to listen to your shit. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll, this is your... Your immediate people, like, use your resources around Bruh, you. And, but, and that's another thing. I'm going to get some more advice. It was this girl I was hanging out with, and, and she told me she was an artist. I was like, oh, okay, that's dope. You're an artist? So I go to her Instagram. Her, you know, they had the pinned. Her pinned video 
three pin videos of her just like, she was an attractive girl being sexy. All of them had a music attached to it. None of the music attached to it was hers. What the fuck are we doing, man? <laughs> what, the like the what the we fuck are we doing? Bro, what the basics. fuck are we doing? It's, that's my problem. That's, that's why I think the frustration comes from, from us. People like us, because we kind of sit back and we like, man, like you think I don't want to win with you? You, you artists listening, you think we don't want to win? I want, I'm praying that the next Michael Jackson walk in my office. Guess what I'm going to have when I say that? A hundred niggas saying I'm Michael Jackson. Guess the first question I ask him, how old are you? 30. 23? <laughs> Nigga, Michael Jackson was on Thriller by the time he was 23. Right. The next Michael Jackson is nine years old, my nigga. The, our, next, Michael, the next Michael Jackson is nine. Are labels signing younger kids, though? Because I don't see a lot yeah. of, like, teenagers yeah, coming out. Lil like, Pump got signed when he was 17. Lil who? Okay. All artists, that's what I'm saying. Like, artists get signed at kids. But my point, but my point is this. Said, I can't even go. My mama got her, my mama got her approved. He put a bar. Bro, stop, stop saying you the next somebody if yeah. you ain't, if you ain't where that person was when they started. You ain't the next Beyonce, baby girl. You 17. By the time Beyonce was 17, she had three or four platinum albums. You ain't the next Beyonce. Let's find, you might be the next Maya. Not saying anything wrong with that, by the way. But you ain't the next Beyonce. You feel me? So can we touch on that? Put touch, it, let's touch on everything. Let's put perspective on perspective on idea, right? So there's a I had a we had this concept, right? Dreams versus delusion, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to you have to <laughs> teeter to the line of dreams and delusion. <laughs> you have to teeter that fucking line, right? So like when Steve Jobs created Apple, he was like, "This is gonna be an amazing fucking company. I'm going to build it." Like there was a dream, right? Okay. But it also takes a little bit of delusion, a little bit of crazy to of course. Achieve, that, achieve that dream, right? They believe that. But then there's a spot. Crazy. There's there, there reached a point in time where it's like, nigga, you either got it or you don't. And that's the part where delusion has to come into play. It's like, bro, I'm not telling you because you're 30, you're not going to make it. But, bro, you're not going to be Drake, nigga. No, 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 not even like, that. You ain't made it as who you are. You have to come back someone else. Yes. You have to come back. You have to reinvent yourself. You just ain't reinvented yourself because you've been the same nigga since fucking the last eight years and you wonder why you ain't made it. You ain't made it because you ain't made a change. Bro, Rihanna had hits before the Good Girl Gone Bad album, right? She did. She had... But you know what? She looked like everybody else. Pretty girl with long hair. When she cut that motherfucking hair short, she became a fucking global icon. That, that one adjustment. On. <laughs> remember, remember Future? Remember Future? Looked like a dope boy, Atlanta dope boy with the hat on and the bun in the back with the shades on. And then he got a little bit more money. Then he come with the fedora and the blonde tips. He like a different nigga. You got to check. You have to reinvent yourself every album cycle as an artist and some of y'all ain't even started an album cycle and wonder why you ain't made it you ain't made it and it's okay to say you're not good enough but that doesn't mean you can't come back and, and be better Absolutely. But i remember managing and i don't even know i should say this but i remember i was managing rock city when i first started managing them and i would you know talk about them and niggas like oh man them niggas ain't cute them niggas is ugly and i went back and i told Toronto, i said everybody saying y'all ugly wow. that's real as fuck though. why the hey. fuck no 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 real as hell. why the fuck would not and guess what he did he started making ugly, uglier faces on stage. <sighs> he ain't trying to. He ain't trying to say how can I get cute. He played into what it was. Con nothing, I don't give a how ugly you are. Nothing is more confident. Nothing is more sexy than being confident. Facts. It's some ugly, confident motherfuckers out Biggie there. Biggie knew he was an ugly nigga. <laughs> Who? Facts. Biggie. Black, 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 black ugly as ever. However, I stay. Like, he, he, he knew what you was looking at. These artists be thinking we see, we don't see. I see. <laughs> Your sneakers is dirty. I see it. That's okay to be a dirty sneaker nigga then. Be the DMX nigga. Like, nigga, be that nigga. Don't be the motherfucking dirty sneaker nigga that's trying to get... Nigga, then say I want to be that. Say I got to be that. Say I'm going to be that. 
That's cool. But don't say I am that if you ain't. Because we're going to look and tell. Bro, I could tell an artist that they confident immediately. And when they performing for me, I stare them in their eyes. Stare them in their eyes. They look away. They don't believe it. It's so easy. Because I believe when, I, when you believe what you're saying, that conviction comes out. Dog, yeah. and, and, I, and, I, and I feel like here's another problem with music. The music business is frustrating because you have artists. So it's not like the NBA or the NFL, right? Because like Jack Dance could feel like, man, I, think I could be a running back. <laughs> okay, let's put him on the field. <laughs> Give him the ball. <laughs> Give him the ball five times in a row. <laughs> Nigga ain't gained half a yard. <laughs> I can't be a running back. <laughs> Basketball, same thing. Every Music. I'm good, man. I mean, are you gifted like Nas? I ain't gifted as Nas, but I'm like Soldier Boy. I'm better than Soldier Boy. So you raise you you raise you basically raise ranked yourself against the lowest hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that Soldier Boy's gift wasn't music. Right. His gift was marketing. So while you so worried about comparing yourself, so that's the real problem. Is so many niggas just like, if I can hit the right ear, I can win, bro. That's not why you ain't winning. You got the right ears every day. People have heard it. They didn't like it. They went on to the next shit. Or they didn't believe it. They didn't think it was authentic. There's so many reasons why they ain't fucking with you, but they ain't fucking with you. Now, now you have the advantage. Pivot. Yeah. Because now you're like, damn, they ain't fucking with what I'm doing. I can pivot over here. I can try this. Who gives a fuck? You can come back with different names every day. You come be Burgundy Jack one day and that don't work. I'm Ray Daniels the next. Nigga, you know I'm fucking Juju the next. Oh, you can be whoever you, you know want to be. Funny, you know no one has seen it, Bro, my you know nigga. And, and shout out to this nigga because he had a hell of a pivot. And we was like, he had the world fucked up for oh. almost a year. Royce Rizzi. This nigga went from Royce Rizzi to 24 hours. He was... Nigga, you didn't even see this nigga. <laughs> Nobody knew who the fuck 24 Hours was, but he was putting out records with Ty Dolla Sign, putting out records with Wiz. And we're like, who the fuck is this? Next thing you know, I see this nigga at a show at, with, with uh, Baby Tokyo, who's his little brother. He him at a show, and he like, oh, nigga, we, we pivoted, nigga. I came <laughs> back and he said, quick. nobody seen me. They had to see me. He said, they ain't know, you ain't know who the fuck it was. He said, but I got deals on the table. Bro, bro got- last thing I'm going to say, and then we can go to something else. I just got to say this. Have you ever seen an entrepreneur complaining that Target ain't pushing they shit. Man, my shit in Target ain't, Target ain't pushing me. You ever seen that before? You ever seen an entrepreneur say, man, my shit in Walmart. I'm in the mall right now. Anybody, them motherfuckers ain't pushing me. The security ain't telling, you ain't never seen that before, right? <laughs> right? You never seen that before, right? That's exactly. So that's what happened with your music, my nigga. <laughs> it's in Walmart. They saw it. <laughs> they just kept going. <laughs> it ain't Walmart fault. It ain't Target fault. It's no one fault. They saw it. They came, they saw, and they kept goddamn going. You put that same time that stamp out four times and nobody heard it, bro. Move to the next time stamp, nigga. It's okay. Go to the next time stamp, nigga. Or wait till that time stamp is relevant in time and then bring it up when it's relevant. Oh, now y'all talk about it? Now y'all talk about lyrics? I've been saying that shit. Don't even say I've been saying it for 12 years. Just drop a clip. Niggas gonna just think you had a different haircut or something. Nigga, hey, that's 12 years old. It don't matter. Justine Scott just had a, had our first a record that came out eight years ago went viral just mm-hmm. recently. Bro, give yourself a chance. Baby Tate, Baby Tate yeah. had a record from four years ago that just it went what two three times platinum. Come on, man. In the last this year, it's not hard. It's just a lot of you niggas don't. It's that goes back to that penny conversation. If you double a penny thirty times, you're gonna get five point three million. If you double it fifteen times, you're gonna get one hundred and sixty three dollars. Look at the difference between that first fifteen and that next fifteen. Y'all niggas get to that first 15 and be like, fuck it, I can't, I, I gotta figure out something else. Ain't, nigga, you better keep going. Nigga, I, I, I've been making great money, but I didn't stop feeling like I was rich until I was like nine years in this shit. Cause I got an aggregate of money coming in from everywhere. It's different. 
Nigga, I, come on, bro. This shit is not hard. Tamara's on. Let's go. So we're going to switch gears and go to the American Godfathers and Godmothers, right? Because we got your guests. Okay, so there is a community in Chicago that are asking gangs to stop shooting during daylight. So they want people to stop shooting from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. in order to improve the city. They think that if they give these people a time, it is less likely for children and unsupervised teenagers to be outside um, doing bad stuff. Do we think something like this is actually possible to enforce, and is this a good idea or a bad idea? How many rec centers they building? How many, like, you got to get a kid something to do mm-hmm. during this nine, this 12-hour block. So it's funny, because I've been watching, I've been rewatching The Wire, right? Oh, love so the wire. You remember, you remember when, um, when Major, he, he said, y'all can hustle in these blocks. Yep. Y'all got these three blocks to hustle in. As long as y'all stay here, we ain't going to rush you. We ain't going to fuck with He created a free zone. Create a free zone, right? But, but then what happened? You got all these kids out here. They got time on their hands. So what they had to do? Community came in. They put some basketball goals up. Now the kids, is, they ain't got something to do while they while they hustling. Then what happened like that? Oh, now we got we got uh, diseases running rampant. So let's let's bring in the Salvation Army now to to help you know control that as much as we can. But the reality is, you, you got a twelve hours window now. Get these niggas something to do. Mm-hmm. Start 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 some work study programs. Teach them some some skills. Teach them some traits. Open up some studios. Open up some. Teach them uh, no, no more studios. No, no, no. When I say, when I say, when I say studios, <laughs> I just teach them how to build a house. Teach them videography. Please. Teach them, teach them uh, everything. Engineering, engineering. Like, engineering. Give them, <laughs> teach them skills and traits. Like, what, what would you say, water. Godmother? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you, Juju. You have to create something for the kids to do. But at the end of the day, there's always going to be something that's going to happen because, like, again, I go back to mentality. So um, as much as they want to try and change it, it's still going to, you know, in the daytime or the nighttime, if something pops off and somebody has that mentality, they're going to act on that anyway, in my opinion. And, and I would say we need to have, we got to change this narrative when niggas is like, I didn't think I was going to make it to 21. We got to change that. Because a lot of that narrative is what's feeding these young kids to think that, well, if I'm not going to make it in life until I'm this age, so why do I care? Mm-hmm. I think that if kids knew, like, it's like being in high school. Like, when you're in high school, you're being bullied. What you don't realize is that after high school, that bully is going to be working for you. Because he was so busy bullying, he wasn't paying attention. So you know what I'm saying? So I think the reason why all these kids are being violent is because they don't think about tomorrow. But that's why I felt I, I, I encourage you to talk. I encourage everybody. I encourage us to talk because we are showing kids that there's a way to be who you want to be. Look how we all, we all dress how we want to be. There's a way to be who you want to be and, and still make money doing it. So I think a lot of the reason why these kids are acting the fuck up is because they don't think that there's something for them tomorrow. And I think that our goal is to show them what it is for tomorrow. Because even, even, even if it's a rec center, like we had a rec center, when you pour, you're going to break that shit down. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying you can't change the environment without changing the mindset. Mm-hmm. And until you change the mindset, I don't care where the environment is. The mindset comes, nigga, you let everybody that's, uh, that's in the hood and put them in the suburbs and give them nice houses, Trust me, six months from now, them motherfucking grasses ain't gonna be cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause they got a hood, they got a hood mm-hmm. mentality. There's Littering, a, there's a theory, there's a theory, there's a theory that changed my entire life. It says, if, if let's say all the wealth in the world was divided up evenly right now, all the wealth in the world was divided up evenly right now, huh? Yeah, no, I'm saying by the t- five years from now. Whoever was billionaires will be billionaires. Whoever was millionaires will be millionaires. Whoever was broke will be broke. It's not about money. It's not about access. It's about mentality. Mindset. These kids don't have the right mindset. They think they, that's glory to them. That's glory to them. Protecting their block that they don't own. Killing somebody because they said something wrong. That's glory to them. 
But I had, a, I had a young guy. I had a young guy come up to me and tell me one day, little hood dude was hanging around me, and he came to me. I ain't gonna I'll say his name, but I just he'll, y'all figure out who it is. He came to me. And he was like, now he came up to me and said, "I got ten for you." I'm like, the fuck it, ten ten dollars? What are you talking about? He was like, ten, nigga. I do ten for you right now. I do ten years for you. Yeah. And guess what I said? I don't want you to do ten for me. <laughs> I want to change your life. <laughs> And that dude has a number one record right now as a songwriter. I know he's talking about. You know what I'm talking about? But I could have easily been like, hell yeah. <laughs> who who I want to in this tent on? <laughs> no, I was like, bro, why would I ask you to kill some? I, I ain't saying don't, but don't do it because you want to do it. Do it because we don't have an option at that moment. Then that's different. You got to show people there's another option. We got to show people that there's more things to do to make millions of dollars besides rap. I am a multimillionaire and I've never rapped in my life. There is a way to make millions of dollars if there's a way to become rich without rapping or killing each other. And if we don't show them that that option, we at the mercy of prayers. And I also think it's imperative to um, specifically um, teach them how to create mindsets within themselves, because so many times they have things to do physically, but then emotionally and psychologically, they don't know how to self-talk. They don't know how to get themselves out of the pits of anxiety and depression and things of that nature too. So as much as, you know, we want to focus on activities, we also need to focus on like mind activity Ain't as no well. rec room ever kept me from not doing stupid shit. Ain't no rec room. They know no recreation center. That's where I started on my stupid, stupid stuff. <laughs> like that's where we that meant what, to start. I, I'm, to I'm, I'm, I'm just being stuff. honest with you. Like I remember being 14 year old kid wilding out. Doing stupid shit, cause really, what you at when you hit fourteen, what you now girls and, and and clothes start to matter, and clothes because you get girls and money because you get girls, so it all leads to girls. I tell you one thing: if the girls just say they're not messing with no street guys, no women way. just if all yeah. black women in America just took a pack, like we're not fucking nobody that doesn't have a job in a career, you will see the entire trajectory of the black community change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get if you. I don't get killing it. Killing is yeah. That's the new reform. The reform <laughs> is. By the way, Spike Lee did that movie. Spike Lee made that movie. What was the movie? Chirac. That's what it was about. I didn't see Chirac. Chirac is a Spike Lee movie where it was about and crime in, and, and crime in Chicago. And Spike basically made a movie where it was like all the women got together and said, "We're not giving our men no sex if they kill if they kill each other." I gotta go watch that. Yeah, we need that right now. By the way, women, flex your power now. Now's, now's the time for us to shine. But I do want to agree with you guys. I used to work for nonprofits, and I, we went in community centers and built, did all of their studios over and just tried to find things to do during Harlem in the Bronx when we were in a state of emergency due to crime and gun violence. And as much as we created jobs, as much as we created programs, if the kids don't want to go, they don't want to go. The mindset has to be different. We have to make sure that... We, we could leave the horse of water. We can't make them drink it. If they want to be out there doing that stuff, we have to figure out why. Why do they think, think that killing their, they're not, shooting they, over their block they is want, the cool thing to do? It's because of girls. They Who's te- teaching them that the girls like that? But they going to be in prison. Right? No, 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 no. Yeah, but guess what? Chris Rock said it best. But I dated. Now, hold on. Chris Rock said it best. I ain't want no killers. Nigga graduated college, got his master's degree. They like, oh, nigga, you my master now? Nigga get out of jail, we throwing parties for him. <laughs> nigga, ain't, nigga ain't never got a party. That's crazy. <laughs> for getting a job. <laughs> nigga work at McDonald's, we, got, we throwing a party for this nigga. Let's go. Fries for everybody. They don't Not do that. Fries for everybody. <laughs> nigga get out of jail. 
Welcome home. Welcome home. Free a party. Bitches is lining up to fuck them. Shit, that sounds like fun. I just don't want to play five years to do it. I just don't want to do I five years to do it. I'd rather find another way. But I'm saying, if you were young, but I'm also older. If you were a young kid, but I remember being kids, and I had, I remember the moment when my friends, some of my child friends, and you could feel us going separate ways. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I mean, I was okay with like maybe like being a getaway driver to rob a man. But y'all want to rob stores now? Like, hold on. Oh, oh, that's a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that. And it was like, I mean, man, you scared. Me. I'm like, you fucking right I am. <laughs> and I remember them going, getting caught, <laughs> getting out of jail. And we at our homie Cashmere house. And them two niggas is telling jailhouse stories. And all the women in the room is under them. Thank God. Because I want to become that nigga. Amen. <laughs> they ain't see me. But they was on the street, niggas. Nobody gets more pussy. Than street niggas in the black community, and that's a problem. Rappers are the the famous street niggas. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> rappers are the number one street niggas. Nobody in the black community gets more vagina, vagina than street guys. Nobody gets more than street guys. Street guys. Listen, women. Are, listen, a chick would be like, he's nice, he's cute, he's this, he this, but he ain't got no edge. Meanwhile, this dude over here is like, bitch, get Ray, in the car. Sir, and she's like, Ray, yes, daddy. Drug dealers will give you the money Ray, faster than hard working men. To be go pro, you got to go to college. Yes. yes. So That's why all the white girls get them. That's why they always look at That's why the white girls get them. Oh, that's why you pay for pussy. Because they're trained. No, because all they did was play sports and they don't have to talk to nobody. They don't have game. All they do is dunk and shoot and run. And girls love him. Meanwhile, you got this other dude over here who ain't did none of that shit, but he could, he might, he gonna treat you good, he gonna change your life, and y'all don't see him because he makes $75,000 an hour working somewhere else. You can look like you want to, Mary, but I am a man. I am a millionaire for two reasons. I'm gonna take my glasses off so you make that face. I'm a millionaire for two reasons because I want to take care of my mom and I want to get pussy. That's real as fuck. That's the reason why That's I'm a millionaire because I want to take care of my mother first. And I wanted to get pussy. I'm not a millionaire because I wanted to have money in the bank. I didn't even know that shit ain't for real. Feel real. But I knew if I got some money, <laughs> she going to jump down. I agree. Listen. So I'm saying, so you can't say that. You can't make that face it's when it's honey like. honey and the bees will come. Yeah, but the bee. I'm saying bees go after the something else, not honey. What they, what the girls is going after? Go after the. Oh, go, we should go, go after, after the, intellect and intelligence. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Intellect. Listen. Sounds nice. The niggas and y'all are, should go after girls with good hearts and morals. And not I do. With fat asses and. Shit. No, the fat ass can come with good. For, the fat ass can come with good morals though. <laughs> See, Drug that's the difference. Could, 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 um, uh, street no dudes one, could be half and half. I dated a half and half street dude. He was in nursing that school like and was in the game. We're going to start calling street niggas Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> half and half. No, street niggas in school are Arnold Palmer's. Street niggas, niggas in school. Half and half. No, okay. but I'm, say, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying street guys, listen, listen. Every man in here has had this experience. We all start off as sweet little boys. If I'm lying, anybody here challenge me if I'm Y'all lying. Y'all gonna talk about the girl who broke your heart in third no, grade and that's why No, she didn't break our heart. She did not out. break our heart. She didn't even give us a fucking chance. Oh, wow. Because she wanted, because she wanted the nigga that was kicking her yeah. and calling her a bitch. So I'm like, damn, I gotta do that then, I guess. And as soon as I started saying, fuck y'all, they're like, why? When I'm like, I wanna take you on a date. Ew, bitch, fuck you. Why? what I do? I'm, am I, nah, that, that's, that's actually am I fact. lying? Is every man in this room? Is that not your experience? Hey. 
I was homecoming king. You called him later. I'm saying when they was younger. I was homecoming king my senior year. Prom king too. You know what happened? All the juniors and sophomores voted for me. All the senior girls hated me because I was taking girls from other schools. And I was I was doing wild shit. None of the girls, none of the girls in my grade actually gave a fuck at me at my school. All the younger girls, though? Oh, what are we doing? Prime example. If Prime gir- example. If, if girls thought differently, I would have been with a girl from Bannock High School right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. They didn't get a fucking chance in hell. They were so busy chasing the other niggas, and look how it plays out. But I think, Doug, I think that Doug. happens a lot, though, that, you know, as you get as you get more successful in life that, you know, chicks that from your past, they spin the block. So a woman in Texas was actually hospitalized after she was hit with a break by a man. She refused to give her phone number to. Um, why? Why is stuff like this happening? Like, what do we have to say to the man? Hold on, what happened? The woman with the face hit by the brick? A woman got hit in her face. Oh, yeah. Let's talk. You want to talk about that, Jack? I like to talk about that one. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Well, since Jack introduced it, let's no, let him. No, no, no. No, I, I, no, 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 no. He sent it to me. It was for, submitted. First of, all, first of all, she's a lesbian who doesn't like men, who tells women don't like men. Y'all should not like men. Men don't deserve us. No, she Is really. No, she really. I'm say so. That, she really. She's a lesbian who doesn't like men. Let's think about these clips too. You got to understand the backstories of these shits too. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I have empathy for her getting hit in the face. Like that's really fucked up. But it's like, nah. We talk about it. We in this place of equality, right? And you keep talking about like it's, equality is only equal when it's beneficial for you. Like, if you, if I, I don't know what she did to, to to bro. I can't. I can't say and sit there and say, really hey man, it's really fucked up that that you got hit in the face because it is. But I don't know what you did to get in the face. Did you hit him first? She did. Did you? What that did you do? That was one of the questions I she wanted did hit to him ask. First. What do we teach our daughters about hitting men? Well, see, my uh, my I daughter ain't gonna wear. I'm not. That's not gonna happen with my daughter. Certain women, certain women are gonna have hard lives because of their viewpoints on men and women and their interactions. And the video that I saw for this young lady saying. I'm a lesbian. We don't need these niggas. Ladies, I'm coming to find y'all. Y'all don't need them. Wait till I find y'all. Well, she fucked around and found out. And to me, I feel like, you know, if she was, if she, listen, I'm all about protecting people. But when you put that energy out there, if that was my friend, I'd be like, I don't even know if you want to do that because it might come back and haunt you. And it did. Did you not always learn there's repercussions for your actions too? Like my thing is like, if you put your hands on somebody, you you can't, their response you can't determine what their response is. You don't know what the fuck this person deal with. They, right. You could have took them to the breaking point, and that was the buddy's breaking point. He's like, you got me fucked up. It's the right one today. Right, took right. Your shit, took your fucking, <laughs> but now you want the world to come, come back. Come, yeah, come. but, 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 but I, another country, I want to say something. But women don't live, and this is the fact, women don't live mentally in the mind state of repercussions. Right? Mm. So, so it's, let me get what I mean. Like, I know for a fact, my brother, the chef that cooked for us, I want to shout you out anyway. What's your name, bro? Kavali. Chef Cavalli. Chef Cavalli. I know for a fact that if I jump in Chef Cavalli's face and be like, motherfucker, blah, 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 pointing at him, I got to be ready for a fight. I also got to be ready to kill. As a man, we know that, right? Because he might have a gun. I'll... See, I understand the repercussion. How many women think, like women that's jumping men's face, mother bitch ass, like, baby, he can beat you up. Yep. He can beat you up. And, 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 there's a repercussion to jumping in his face. Like, when, when women argue, like, dog, when women argue and we see girls fighting in the club, niggas be laughing and shit. They don't even stop the music. They be just drinking and shit. Like, look at them girls fighting. <laughs> Two niggas start fighting. Hey, everybody, everybody get Everybody get Everybody It is repercussions to being a man that there aren't to being a woman. It's just a fact. And once again, you got to clarify, I'm not justifying buddy's actions. 
Mm-hmm. Can't justify that. You hit like that's fucked up. However, if you hit me, you slap the shit out of me, and today was my day that I, I just I, I came to the edge. You don't know what the fuck happened. And this shoe might come off my 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 foot, and I might slap the shit out of you with it. What do you Am think, I- Char? Well, I would say I need to hear. What do you think? What happened was when it first came out, I was like, "Oh, that's a you know, that's a boy. That's not a man." And you know, it it, it got like I don't know <laughs> over three thousand you know comments or likes or whatnot. And so what happened was I was going off of the initial video, mm-hmm. but what happened was she was playing victim the first day, but it, but then all the other footage started to circle around mm-hmm. the next day. So it was like she tried to play victim, but in reality, she was the victimizer. Right. So it's, you know. And we don't hear no other race saying protect us. We don't hear white women saying protect white women. We don't hear Asian women saying protect Asian women. You know why we hear from black women? Because we are the ones that are always being targeted by systematic racism. No, that's not why. It's hot rhetoric. That is not why. That is not why. That is not why. That is not why. The reason why is because no one is quicker to curse you out like a black woman. No one is going to jump in your face like a black woman. They black women have nobody mouths on them. Nobody like black women, so we've been. We've I'm just saying. Listen, that's where it comes I'm just from. saying, the person that's starting the trouble is always the, also the person saying, "Protect us." I can protect you as my woman by telling you, "Shut the fuck up." That's me protecting you. Mm-hmm. Hey, but don't talk like you that. Say, no, he ordered his but, steak this way. Nigga, at that moment, you like, on your own. Calm down. I, I, I can order another one. Calm down. It's not that deep. Like, we can, we. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not, it's, point. Like, and here's the thing, Tamara. I want to make this known. My intent for this show is so good for everyone. I don't hate no race, no creed, no none of that. But if you are above hearing the truth, you are above winning. If you are above hearing the truth, you are above succeeding. Nobody is born perfect. And when motherfucker told me when I was 25 years old, I was engaged. This would change my life. I feel bad for her because she, she lost because it. I was with a girlfriend, my fiance. She says to me, do you trust your mother? And I was like, no. At the time, I didn't. I was like, no. And she literally said, well, how are you going to ever love and trust me? You can't love the person you came from. Whoa. Shit, that's deep. I didn't even think. So at that very moment, I knew I needed to fix my relationship well, with my a mother. Good point. No, but that's my good. but here's the thing. Notice I didn't say, "Do you trust your mama?" <laughs> <laughs> Notice I didn't argue back. I'm not here to. I'm, if I'm if you are here to be better, that means you are here to listen. If you are here to prove your point or argue and be combative, that means you're not focused on growth. You're focused on being heard, being right. I don't listen to be right. I listen to be better. And most people listen, don't listen, and they become bitter. People in your comments, <laughs> they, 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 they talking to you like you the nigga that held them back their whole life. Like, like you I the reason why they made it ain't thirty. Can I tell you why I don't? Can I tell you why I don't respond to nobody who who who, who comments and disrespects me? Because that's misguided anger. That's misguided anger. They just are mad at something else, and they can't take it out on that, so they take it out on me. That's misguided anger. Like I said, there are certain things happy people don't do. And when you say certain shit, I'm like, you're not happy. That's enough for me. You're not happy because happy people don't do that. Simple as that. So then I have a question, Ray. What would you say to someone that looks at it from a historical standpoint? When you say, like, oh, black women this, black women that, what would you say from someone that looks at at it from a historical standpoint as far as, you know, society pitting us 
as black women and black men I'm, against I'm, each I'm other. Glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. Not a, I'm glad. That's a great question, by the so way. Your, what, by the way, I want I want you to ask more after that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So we want to really get into it. White women did Feminism. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna give an answer. Let me answer a question. Let me answer a question. Number one, I I I do know that there's a historic thing. Um. My thing that I, I just posted a video on my Instagram where I said, stop bringing old shit to new tables. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy how many black women I've interacted with that needed me to show them that they can trust me. That's interesting to me. Like, I, you got to show me I can't trust you. <laughs> I don't meet nobody with mistrust. I'm like, I trust everybody. I don't know Chef Kabali. He could be a goddamn murderer, but I, I trust him. He's right here in the room with me. You said, <laughs> he's right in the room with me. You lead so I tr- with trust? Always. Oh, I, black people I, don't raise that way. I, but that's why. It's once, for everybody. Once again, that is why I got rich. Because when I walked in the rooms with people who can change my life, now mind you, I walked in the room with a lot of people who couldn't, but I walked in the room with people who could change my life, I listened. And then as time went on, I started realizing who I can follow and trust, and that's how I started making money. You can't trust. If I got to prove to you that you got to trust me, I don't want to fuck with you. Like I ain't coming. I ain't making you prove it. I done been fucked. I done been used. I done been played. Who in there hasn't? We all have. Mm. You just feel like it's your right to bring shit to the table because you feel like you have that. That's why you haven't gotten anywhere. Because you walk in the room and you're saying, well, hold on, before we start, let me tell you everything I've been through. Nobody gives a fuck about that. So I have another question. Please. So as far as not bringing up old stuff, because... Okay, I understand that part, but in certain situations, because you have to realize that even though, no, we weren't slaves, we didn't experience that. At the end of the day, some of those same things still affect some of us today. That's true, but here's the difference. In the 60s and the 50s, you didn't have access to the information. Mind you, I'm, I'm, I'm on this show saying get, we need to give more grace to our parents because they didn't grow up in a world where, res, where generational wealth was an option. Mm-hmm. It's an option now. If you choose to be a, a, a piece of shit today, that's because you made the choice today. Because there are too many pages you can follow. There are too many YouTube videos you can watch where someone can teach you how to be better. That's what this show is about. This man is telling you the things that hurt 30-year-old rappers. Two types of ways of looking at that. Either you look at that like, damn, that's what I'm up against. Okay, cool. Thanks for that information. Or you look at that like, I hate him. He's wrong. Nigga, that, the second one, you're not going to win. You can hate me all you want, but you're not going to win. And people think, I don't see bitter. I see bitter. Bitter is shown. Bitter is like a shirt. I can see it on your face. It's easy. So for me, I understand it. We have did it. Went through slavery, all that other stuff. But it is 2023. Mm-hmm. Trauma's embedded in your DNA. It is 2023. And I, can, I don't think I grew up. How about this? My entire life as a child, I never heard my mother say, I love you. Do I bring that to the table? Do I make JoJo feel like, fuck you, my mom didn't love me? No, I took it on head first. I told her how I felt. We got past it. But I took it on. And since the mayor wants to talk about traumas embedding your DNA, there was an article that just came out uh, about a a psychologist review, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it said literally kids that experience a somewhat trauma in their uh, childhood Mm -hmm. are prone to be more successful in life. So, like, like Ray's saying, it's 2023. It builds, like, it if you ain't shit in 2023, if you ain't chasing your dream, if you ain't trying, you have made the decision, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. It's everybody in here got some shit with them. We all do. Yep. 
Everybody here got people. But my thing is, I cut that motherfucking cord that my baggage was attached to. And, and that's why I was able to soar. And you can see when somebody got baggage, like, oh, that's some, that's some other shit. Like, why did that trigger you so much? You got some other shit going on with you. So for me, it's like, it's not fair. It's fucked up. I'm not, I'm not saying, fuck it, get over it. I'm saying, what other option do you have? Right. And to live in misery mm-hmm. or to move through it? Most people are living in misery because that's what they're comfortable at. They don't know it. They don't believe it, but they're comfortable being miserable. They'd rather be miserable. They, they self-sabotage themselves. Like, motherfucker, it's like, you know what? I always, I always say I learn from movies, right? It's a scene on, oh, y'all niggas, I've always seen this. I don't fuck with none of y'all. It's a, scene, it's a movie called Trading Places. Absolutely. Okay, it's a scene in Trading Places where they take Eddie Murphy's character to this new house, and they're like, all of this is yours. And he's like, oh, and he starts putting shit in his pocket. He just didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. And it, it's yours. And he's still like, it's mine? Okay. Well, I'm going to put him up. Nigga, it's yours. So, you know, where, where, where did Mortimer and Randolph show up at again? Uh, coming to America. Exactly. Um, nigga, I'm a movie buff. Yeah. Okay. Music and movies, you can okay. ask me. I got you. Okay. But, the, but I'm saying my point is, is that, my point is, is that I trust you in the beginning because I give you access. If I give you access, you're going to show me who you are. You, meanwhile, you're holding access. And they're holding their shit, and then that's when you be six months in. Then you find out who they are. I'd rather find out who you are six days in rather than six months in. I, you can, I can lose money, but I can't. I don't want to lose time. So my thing is, is what do you want to do? And if you want to win, if we want to be better as a culture, black, and, black, men and black, white, black men and black women, then I got to get over the shit you doing, and you got to get over the shit I done. And then we got to start from scratch, which I agree with, but... It's hard when I got to prove myself. I don't know if I prove, like I, like you know how many times I told somebody, I was like, prove myself to you? You better look at my motherfucking life. That's a manifestation of who the fuck I am. Fuck am I proving myself to somebody? How the fuck I'm going to prove myself to you? You ain't accomplished shit. <laughs> but I got to prove myself to you. No wonder you're single. No wonder you don't have a man. No wonder you can't find one because you're so busy saying, he got to prove me he deserved me. Bitch, who are you? Who the fuck are you? I'm the motherfucking prize. And I'm not even being arrogant, but I'm saying there's way more of you than there is of me. Yeah. I got to prove myself to you still? Oh, nigga, I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'm That's why it's very important. That's why I think it's very right? important for young girls to have relationships with their father. Because you have to have that bond with a man that makes you feel like, because even if that dude hurts you, like, I, my daughter's going to get hurt. But every fucking time, I'm going to be right there to catch her and tell her it's not her or tell her it is her. <laughs> tell her, hey, you can't curse them out if you want them to love you. You can't be mean to them. You can't act like that and expect people to love you. So what would you say to a little girl who's, or, or a woman who's a woman now, but as a little girl, her father was killed or wasn't able to be there? Shit happens to everybody. We all bring shit to the table. My father wasn't in the house. I wish he was. But, but here's the thing. My father not being in the house is the reason why anybody knows me knows this. My kids will never live in a house that I'm not in. I don't give a fuck. What's going, I don't give a fuck. I got to build a house next door. My kids will always live in a house that I'm in. My kids will go to sleep when I say it's time to go to sleep. Imagine a man in my house telling my son it's bedtime. Nigga. <laughs> Imagine somebody telling little Raymond it's bedtime right now. You better, nigga, and, and that's why I'm going to pay the house note because when he calls and he says, I'm going to call my dad, that dude, if he's paying the mortgage, has every right to say no. Ray, you ain't answered the question. What's the question? What do you have to say? Shit, based on shit happens. What advice would you give a little girl who's 
Shit happens. Shit happens isn't really advice. No, 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 no. My thing is this. Shit, I, 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 my answer is shit happens. I didn't have my dad in the house. But here I am. You either are going to life, every day we live life. Everybody here, I want y'all to know something. Every day we live life, life does one or two things to us. It, it either makes us bitter or makes us better. And you got to decide whether you want to be bitter or better. So the minute that I tell you you're being bitter right now, if you decide to stay there, it's my right to walk away. I just told you where you're standing at. You're standing in bitterhood. I don't want to be around bitter people. Now, if you want to get better, let's talk about it. But listen, dog, nobody was dealt a perfect hand. And the people that fuck up the most are the people with the perfect, perfect hand. Because <laughs> they don't even know how to play the game. Nobody's dealt with a perfect hand. So you can't bring your shit to the table. I can't bring my shit. It's just that simple. As a girl who grew up without a father, and this this show, especially talking to all the men in different walks of life, really helped me with trying to figure out dating because who was I supposed to talk to growing up? Like, what men? I had stepfathers, and I mean, I had a stepfather, and I had stepbrothers, but they didn't get... My uncle don't talk to me about stuff like that. Like, my uncle, they took me to Disney World. They took me to, like, the Alpha Cookouts, and he gave me a good example of what love looks like because he loves my aunts properly. He loved my aunt properly. But nobody gave me those relationship kind of things. So all this time I'm navigating through life thinking, I don't got daddy issues. I don't have problems. And one of the things I'm bad at, and Ray always tells us, is accept your compliments and stuff, right? So I'm on Google the other day, like, why can't I accept compliments? Like, giving me a compliment makes me want to run out the room and hide under, like, something. So it's all the, it's, it's googling all this stuff. So this show is therapy, by the way. That's what I'm going. There's with a book. book I read called a, the, 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 There's you. a book I read called The Seventeen Secrets of the oh, Millionaire the Mind. See how I got weird? I was like, where's that coming there's from? A, there's a there's, a there's a book I read called The Seventeen Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and they say the clear difference between poor people and rich people. One of those secrets is poor people don't receive, rich people do. You tell a poor person or poor minded person. Man, you look nice. They deflect. Thank you. You look nice, too. Yes. That's deflecting. You tell a rich motherfucker, you look nice. Thank you. Yep, that's it. I, I, I knew it when I left out the house, and, and that might sound arrogant, <laughs> but, but the reality is is that, you, you man, we all got shit, but the people that get through it and get over it mm -hmm. are the people that run the world. But that, they're learning and applying. So that's what I wanted to go No, no, no. They, but, they're, but, they're, but, they're, but they're applying in real time. Yeah. See, that's another thing. Like, some, it's hard to get checked in the moment and check and catch yourself and be like, damn. I was wrong. Damn. Mm -hmm. Like, I, dog, yeah. I like exactly. Yeah, I, accountability. I, dog, I, I, remember, I remember one day, Tehran. Mind you, this is why people love Tehran so much because Tehran, Tehran. Tehran, Tehran has a coach in me. One day we're in the car. He's, no, he called me one day. This is 2012. He called me and he was like, going off about how niggas don't respect him. Like, man, these niggas don't respect me. I'm the best, and nobody treats me like I'm the best. And I'm listening. By the way, I, I know him, so I'm, I got to let him get it out. And I'm listening, and I'm listening. And at that very moment, I could have done a few things. I could have supported him. Yeah, they don't. Fuck it. But I was like, I don't think that's healthy. This is me coming into my manhood. I'm like, I don't think that's healthy. So he's on the phone going crazy, and I say to him, he, mind you, he's in L.A. I'm in Atlanta. I say to him, stop, stop talking. Let me ask you a question. Where are you? He said, I'm in a car. I said, cool, turn your radio on. Nigga, what? I'm in Atlanta, Ray. I'm in LA. You in Atlanta. I'm like, nigga, just turn on the radio. Turns on the radio. I ask him, is there a song playing? Yeah. Why, nigga? Why? What's the song called? Future, same damn time. Okay, did you write that song? No. Nigga, there will always be a song on the radio whether you write it or not. Get the fuck over yourself, nigga. You better get the fuck over yourself if you want to be here. 
that nigga went on a fucking run after that. See what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The reason why I am who I am is because I know if I leave this bitch right now, this motherfucker will still be here. There will still be somebody recording. It ain't, I ain't the biggest, I'm, I'm not bigger than it. I understand that. So that gratitude I show towards it is why it always pays me back. Because I don't look at the world like the world owes me something because of all the bad shit that happened to me. The world owes me something because my father wasn't here. The world owes me something because we was poor. I look at it shit like, man, the world is giving me an opportunity every day to change my cards. So I can either focus on changing my cards or I can focus on the shit that I came from. And I know for a fact, because I am surrounded by a lot of people who aren't rich. That's the biggest difference between my rich-ass friends and my broke-ass friends. My rich friends want to hear everything, every detail. They want to understand how to be better. And my broke-ass friends want to point fingers at why, who did it wrong. That's literally the difference. A loser, ain't gonna, a loser is not going, a winner is not going to point fingers at nobody but himself when he fails. A winner, a loser is going to point at everybody else. It was him. It was him. Nigga, I ain't nobody. It was on me, nigga. We lost. It's on me. It's on me. And that's the difference. So we better change our motherfucking mentality, black people. Right. Right. And, and the reason why I ask those questions, Ray, is because I feel like so many times, especially us as women that have gone through things, what happens is we stay in those moments. We stay in those places and spaces as little girls mentally. And so we end up being adult women who can't navigate life, who can't navigate relationships, who can't navigate through what happened to us as kids or at, through adolescence or previous partners. And so what happens is women end up not being able to navigate life in certain ways, in healthy manners, if you will. And guess what? So that's and, the reason why I, want, and, I like and, to talk and, about and, mindset. And instead of <laughs> navigating life, trying to figure it out. What are we doing, Ray? They, I'm, bruh, it's no intent, it's no ill intent for me. Because of that lack of safety, they're drawn to the street guy <laughs> who can protect me. Like how he brought it back. No, <laughs> it's not a bring it back. It's a fact that no, like they're it. drawn to the. Another thing I realized too, as a man, as a man, to become successful as a man, like I, I look in the mirror and I can, I know what my insecurities are, and I, I, I'm willing to take it head on and say, I need to fix that to be a better person tomorrow. Wait, I need to fix that to make. this. Did you do that without therapy? Or absolutely. Oh, you, you did I, that on your but, own. But can I tell you the difference though? The difference is that as a man, he pussy wasn't thrown at him. I mean, you're not a bad looking brother, but it wasn't thrown at you. You had to work he for it a little bit. It was no, leg. no, here's my point. Since <laughs> you grew hair, <laughs> there was a nigga that was in line to get it and willing to do anything to get it, right or wrong. That's right. So that's why it's hard for women to take criticism. Men like me, of course they do. Nigga will fuck anything. But the right nigga is going to take you where you want to be. Right. And that's the difference between men and real men. Like, a nigga won't fuck, but a right nigga wants to take you somewhere. He wants to lead you somewhere. So my thing is, is that you find the right man that wants to lead you, but he might not look like you think he's supposed to look. But she also has to be willing to take accountability for what she went through and get over her past. Oh, shit. You might get shot. Hey, we got to make sure it's not a sniper on the roof. It, it takes a while for you to even realize there's something yes. for you to get over. Because yes. for a long time, I was like, oh, my mom did a great job. I'm amazing. Yep. And then, you sound like a 30-year-old rapper. That's exactly what I am at this point, a 30-year-old rapper. That was rapper. good. And I that was good. It out. Take accountability to keep it pushing. Like, you know what you fuck. You look That's at yourself. That's why I pivot. That's why I think girls. But you know what? I'm going to tell you. when to pivot. I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. I'm gonna tell you a secret how I, when I work with an artist, oh, yeah. I, when I work with an artist, when I meet an artist, I always ask them two questions. Two questions I ask every artist. How they answer this question determine how far, I'm, how far, how much I'm gonna work with them. First question is, 
why ain't where you want to be? Right? Why are you in my office? First question. If the answer ain't because of myself, them, if they say, I don't have a team, oh, yeah, I ain't going to work with you. Oh, I just need help. I ain't going to work with you. You still don't see it's not you. You still don't see it's you. You still think it's the niggas around you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You and they're going to be the reason you think, the play. Yes. Yes. So that's the first question. Then the second question is, how long have they been doing it? How long have you been doing it? Eight years. Eight years. Oh, my, that's dope. How many songs you recorded in eight years? Thousands. You mean tell me you recorded eight, a thousand songs in eight years and not one took you to the top? At some point in time, you got, it's like us doing 8,000, it's like us doing 1,000 coach reports and it's keep getting five views. Like, right. we ain't get six yet? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing wrong? We ain't get right. six? We still got five more. You don't got to jumble or crazy, but at least have some type of improvement going on. God like, damn. Like, like, you, should, you should have progressive, like, you should, yeah. you should be able to look and see, like, progress. Progress. Bro, you winners that. blame themselves, losers blame everybody else. That's that. If a winner will always say, what did I do wrong? Uh, nigga, when you ask Michael Jordan who the GOAT is, you know his answer is? That's impossible to say. I didn't play in the same era as Kareem and the same era as Bill Russell. I think I was one of the best players of my time, but nigga, that's because he is the real GOAT and he can't say that, right? You know what I'm trying to say? That's still his respect for what he does. Most of us don't respect what we do. We don't respect what we have. We're so busy looking at that that we're killing this over here. You got to water your motherfucking plants also. You better water your plants also or you're going to see that. Or you're looking over them and looking at how their grass is green and they water their plants. You ain't watering yours. I hate my plants. Well, they're yours, motherfucker. <laughs> what other option you got? <laughs> you going to kill them? You know what I'm saying? What other option you got? Sorry. I like your questions, though. It's really good. All right, so I'm going to do a sports question before we do our last closing um, music question. So how do you feel about Deion Sanders showing the world that you can be a black coach, former NFL player, have literally the world against you, come back, win your first game, and now all of a sudden be like the number one. Can I tell you how I feel? How you you ever seen that movie? By the way, I, movie? I learned everything. I didn't have no teachers. Everything I learned from movies. Boy, Danica High School teachers are going to be very upset about that. <laughs> Only I can tell you the one thing I learned from a teacher named Mr. Kemp. He said... And he said it was a big fight in school, and he told all the black students. He, mind you, this was a rich guy. He was worth, he sold his company for $22 million and he lived up north, and he used to drive to the south side to teach poor black kids. Oh, I love that. And he said to us, he said, well, it was a big fight one day, and he said, you know what y'all problem is? Y'all problem is y'all think y'all can solve everything with y'all fucking fists mm. and, and weapons. He said, you know how you hurt people in the real world? Mm-hmm. And he tasked his pocket. No, he said how you hurt somebody. In the real, you know, you hurt somebody in the real world, and he tapped his pockets. Clean. That's how you hurt people. You hit their pockets. You don't hit them. You can get over a punch, but you don't hit them. But back to what I was saying. There's this scene in this movie called Head of State. It's a Chris Rock movie, right? And Chris Rock is running for president <laughs> against a white guy. Running back is his Kobe VP. And they asked the black guy, "Who you voting for?" And he said, "Who the fuck you think I'm voting for?" That's the answer to your question. How the fuck do you think, think we feel? feel. <laughs> we all motherfucking black. I'm going for I'm ruining How everything. How the fuck do you think we feel? That's like you know, ask me some shit. That's like. How you think? Oh, Deion Sanders did good. He showed black excellence. How you feel, black he's people? How the fuck shit. you think I feel, nigga? I'm excited as a motherfucker. To double down on that shit, he's one of the greatest NFL players of all, of all time. time. Yeah. Greatest cornerback of all time. So, so literally, 
from going from that to you see you see how many athletes have tried to transition to coaching and, and trying to guide young men t- to being better or doing whatever. They can't. They, there's a lot of them fail. This motherfucker is thriving. And can I tell you what Deion Sanders is, guys? He's a narcissist. You look good, you play good. Nigga said, the nigga <laughs> told, oh, listen, do you know the famous story of when he was, when he was getting drafted? Oh, yeah. He was meeting with the Giants and he said, what y'all drafting? And they told him what they was five. drafting at five. He, he said, said, I ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna be around that, that long. Yeah. I don't wanna talk to y'all. I ain't gonna be around that long. I'm, I'm going top four. Talk about. Nigga, our narcissist shit works. I'm just telling y'all. You better start thinking arrogant in your motherfucking self. So Deion Sanders is proof that narcissism works. No. Every successful person, you Beyonce's Every a narcissist. Dog, Beyonce, Beyonce's dog a narcissist. Dog. Michael Jordan's a narcissist. Kobe, Kobe Bryant's a narcissist. You have to be a narcissistic Are motherfucker to think that at one point, at one. Think about this, y'all. Look at this show. It's just us. It's probably like ten people in here. You know how narcissistic I have to think to think that we're gonna do this show in an arena one day with thirty thousand people. <laughs> Nigga, how? What the fuck we gonna do that? I was going. I, I think that highly of what I'm doing, dog. You know why Kanye runs sports? Why Kanye got a deal? Kanye was meeting with Nike. You ever know the story? Kanye was meeting with Nike. He said, I want Michael Jordan's deal. They said, yay. How you going to get Michael Jordan's deal? He sells out arenas. He said, and I do too. People paying, people paying to see me in the arena just the same way they're paying to see him. So you can't tell. That's my point. You have to be able to take it on. You can't be like, you know what? You're right. He is Jordan. No, nigga. And you know what else he said? He said, and here's the difference between me and him. It's fucking 14 other players on the fucking court. It's nine other players with him. With me, it's just me. Everybody coming to see me. That's why I want the motherfucking Michael Jordan deal. That's my point. You got to think highly of yourself. You got, we got to change our thought process. We got to think we the shit. Or, and it's, if you're not the shit yet, it's okay. But then it's like me and Stanza was talking earlier about some business. And we was talking. That's why I'm so proud of her. Because... She was telling me some shit, but she was also breaking down why it's happening. See, some people say, man, I don't know, man. Jack is, man, when I come to work now, man, you know, Jack just, he doesn't even look at me. What am I doing wrong? And some people was like, man, Jack is, you know, he's going through some shit with his wife right now. He having problems. That's why he's doing that. See the difference? One, you're the victim, and the other, you're the fucking so per- you think, fuck the you person. Think, you <laughs> you're the fuck the person. So Speaking we, of we, talk, we talk about mindset, right? And I have, I got this theory, too. Like, my daughter's not taking any... Um, like what? What is? What's the second place trophy? Or what's what's the shit called? What's the little second place? No, runner up. Not even runner up trophy. What's the trophy? Participation. Participation. We're not taking no fucking participation trophies. Right. Don't give. That means that means you just showed up and we we paid to make sure you like. I basically paid for a trophy. You you buy your trophy. I take your ass down here. We go buy a trophy. But the participation, like anything we do, anything we go after, I'm trying to be the fucking best. And it is okay to lose. And it's okay to lose. And but when I lose, I know why the fuck I lost, and I'm gonna play again. Nigga, I was, I was getting my ass whooped in spades the other day. Nigga, we played 20 fucking games. I said, boy, you got to be fucked up. Who you Shaka? Who's your partner? Okay. I was with Steve-O, but nah, it was the way the cars was getting See, down. look at Steve Samir say, who's your partner? Nah, and we're looking to blame somebody. I'm going to tell you what's... Who the fuck you with? Your partner Nah, I'm going to tell you what's... Nah, it's the way the cars are dealt, too. It's like, sometimes your cars get dealt. But the thing is, a lot of people would have been like, man, I'm frustrated and got the fuck up. I said, man, hell, no, I ain't leaving right. this table until y'all get the fuck up. Y'all been on the table for three hours, bro. It ain't happening today. And everybody's looking at like. I got folks looking at this like this nigga's crazy. You goddamn right. I'm not. I didn't show up to be last. Fact. <laughs> I didn't show up to just to have right. to participate. Nigga, this ain't this ain't a workout. This is, this is fucking like I'm approaching everything like this is like it's dog eat dog. I'm going. I'm going to show up. 
I went to the town to give this school one time they were like trying to figure out who to give everybody, how to give everybody a award. And I'm like, bro, no, if I deserve this award and this nigga ain't do shit all year, do not give this nigga the same award as me. Let me tell y'all something. Losing builds character. Yes. And if you cannot embrace losing, you will never start winning. But the reason why you have to embrace losing is because you have to learn from the losses. Mm. So you might have lost by 20 points to one game, 15 one, 10 the next, five next. You might have won by one and then lost the next one. Mm. But the point is, is that 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 muscle memory allows you to get better. You feel me? So for me, it's like embrace losing. That's why when rappers are mad or people are artists are mad, I'm like, that's dope. Dog, let me tell you something. When I was coming up in the music business, we used to run around with, I had an artist named Noah. And he was, his producers was the CEO of the label that he was signed to. And I was just kind of like the hanger on that was like running around. And we would go into meetings. And every meeting we would go into, they would say, yo, yo, little man is dope. You know, but we pass. So I would be like, why? Like, you could tell you, they was like, yo, his beast is whack. So by, mind you, the beast is produced by the motherfucking CEO. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> well, I like we didn't hear that, you know, the first time. By the time you get to like seven times of hearing that shit, I'm like, yo, man, uh, what if the beats are whack? <laughs> Nigga, the next day they fired me. What? Next day they fired me. Guess what? Don't no, like wait, the CEO works at a car dealership now. Ooh. And I'm in the music business. And it ain't no disrespect. But the reality is, is that while they were so busy saying, we're on our way to destiny, and destiny is at the top of that motherfucking mountain, and we're going to get there, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. We're going to get to the top of the mountain. I was like, hey, man, what I'm missing to get up there? You need a stick. You need this. Because there's some mountain lions that going to fuck you up when you get to these. Get your little baseball bat. Nigga, I'm taking all that shit with me, nigga. Now what I'm getting, that's what real life is about. People be thinking that God, just because God gave you talent, he gave you the fucking rest of the story. Nah, nigga, he gave you talent, nigga. It's time for you to go write the story and win in that shit. And that's really what it is. That's why I could talk confidently like I talk in the music business. Because, nigga, the, the formula that wins works every time. Amen. And the formula that don't never works. And I'll see you when you're 30-something years old. And now you got a 17-year-old kid that you trying now you fucking his life up. <laughs> you want to write for him and shit. He don't even. As mad as hell because he got all participation trophies his whole life. Never got a win. And now this nigga trying to figure this shit out mad. I want to I I, I create a talent show for artists, man. Like, I really want to, I really want, like, I would love to just sit at a table and just let artists come perform and critique them. I just think that, like... Oh, live critique right there? Oh, I just would do good. it. like, But, like, come perform live. Because like uh, a lot of... Like, I was at an artist showcase. And I, last okay. thing I'm going to say, I know we've been, like, long with this longest show ever. But I was at an artist showcase. And I was really disappointed with my Hip-hop entire team. Idol. And I told everybody. I was mad at all of them. Because they were celebrating. They was, like, enjoying the show. Like, oh, phones <laughs> out and shit. <laughs> and I'm like... That's not what you're here for. That's not what we're here for. <laughs> like, you want to be a fan? Or you want to rule this shit? Because if you want to be a fan, not like a fan. I want to rule this shit. So I'm breaking down what he's doing wrong. You can't fucking enjoy it and break it down. How many fucking happy coaches do you see? <laughs> How often do you see a happy coach? That's real. Nigga, uh, that's why we love primetime so much because he's popping off with it. But how often do you see a happy coach? Because a coach understands how it's supposed to be played. They understand how it's supposed to be played. That's why you don't see happy coaches. So, you know, when I go through that, I'm just, it's just funny to me because they was like, he's dope. I'm like, what are we going to put him at? See, we're not here to enjoy. We're not here to enjoy the drink for the sake of drinking it. We're here to enjoy the drink because we're going to make money with it. So we need to perfect this motherfucker rather than enjoying this shit because if it was as good, that's why Tehran is the GOAT. He'll tell that to anybody. 
He said, I was the number one artist in the Virgin Islands. Me and my brother was the number one artist in the Virgin Islands. Every room I walked into, everybody told me how amazing I was. But I was still broke. So it hit me. If I'm so fucking amazing, why ain't got no money? And then he meets me. I'm an intern. And I'm in the car with him, and I'm like, I just got to tell you honestly from the jump. This is the first thing I said to him. I don't like you and your brother music. And he was like, man, for real? What you don't like about it? And I started breaking it down. He was like, man, thank you. I needed that. Because everybody tell me I'm good, but I ain't got no money. And guess what? That nigga is up, 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 up. And guess who took him there? I did. Because I told him the truth every time. I didn't tell him what he wanted to hear because it was, felt good. I told him what he needed to hear. That's why we won. Fuck, I like telling you, you did good, man. You did good. <laughs> the other guy just did better. Nigga, what? Never. I'm looking at the other guy, too. I'm looking at all the guys. I'm watching every move everybody making. I wish I was more arrogant. I wish I was. Because if I think I was more arrogant, I'd be way richer. But I know why I'm who I am is because I was so, it was survival for me. It was like, I got to figure this shit out. And if this is the only thing I'm dealing with, then I got to figure out how to make this shit work. And that's what I was doing. Meanwhile, how many, you know how many people I run into that was like, I was born to do this, man. I, this is, God got us. Okay. <laughs> not being funny. Not, I, I believe in God. They hit you with a, you can't tell you what God got destined for me. Okay, cool. Right. Can I tell you something? Keep praying. God just told me to tell you what I just told you. <laughs> God sent me a message. That's a prophetic word. I'm the prophet. <laughs> God sent me to tell you that you ain't, you got to get your shit together. I'm the boat, exactly. From pursuit of happiness. See, that's why you like movies like me. I was gonna, I was like, I, 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 I can't do another movie reference because they gonna get tired of me. But, I, but that's the pursuit of happiness. I'm like, nigga, God sending me to tell you, your shit ain't good enough. Your shit ain't John Blaze, my nigga. You but I see you. What you did behind that camera, bro? Get your ass back behind that. Bro, everything is good, bro. But you just gotta fucking, yeah. Just like, like, dog. Drake is. The biggest rapper probably of all time, as far as numbers. He's one of the biggest artists. Artists, but I'm saying I would say rap though. Mm -hmm. His first song was called a "Song Called Replacement Girl." That first song I also heard, nigga, he was dissing girls. He was dissing his girlfriend, like this for you. You know who you are. This my new girl. She a star or whatever he says. That shit don't work. So once he says you're the best I ever had, bitches ate it up and called him the light skinned god. <laughs> <laughs> He was the light-skinned God from that point on because he understood, oh, it's the same sentiment. It's just instead of compliment telling you, fuck you, I got her, he just starts saying, I love her. Yeah. That little adjustment, that might seem so small, mm -hmm. but that little adjustment has him flying around the 767 airplane <laughs> with his name on it. With his name on it. That's the that's the point <laughs> of those adjustments, thirty year old rappers. So Tamir, you can uh, you because that's why we came back, Juju. I'm gonna name this show for the thirty year old rappers. Oh lord, <laughs> this is dedicated to you. The name of the show is for the thirty year old rappers. That's right, for the culture so report. The music question that I want all you guys to answer for the week is: What is the best debut song from a rapper of all time? It doesn't have to be in a specific major single or. Period. That's up to you. It's no, no, that's not. You got you to specify the question because the first thing I can think about is 50 Cent in the club. But then but Wankster, Wankster was out. Wankster, that, that's what I'm saying. So what's. Well, excuse me, man. Get some history on this, please, Jack. Jack, <laughs> <laughs> gonna stand up for Queen. Back in his Jack, gonna stand up for Queen. I mean, I, I wasn't going to say 52, but How to Rob was the first record that he put out. But that's not his debut. You got to say debut. I, I don't know what debut means. I'll give you one. Jesus Walk, Kanye West. But that wasn't a debut that wasn't single. A single. 
It was a single. wasn't a debut well, was single. The, the debut single was th- through the wire. Right. Okay, so here we go. My dog, little baby. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking? That's, are, are we talking major debut? Or are we talking? That's what I'm saying. She has to spe- like. You gotta like that, say. But that's why. I, Always got it. Y'all, some no, 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 can I tell you why, Tamara? But can I tell you, I, I got, I got you. Let me tell you why, Tamara. Because if we say the wrong answer, gonna. you're not gonna get ate up in the client comments. We are, Juicy's not the right answer because that's not the debut. So let's do Juicy was a debut. No, it wasn't. I've been on Google like Jack is, that's why he was like, he's been on Google. Unbelievable came out before Juicy is what Jack is saying. But I think he came out under a different then, title so, uh, besides. My, my next question is, are we separating this from the mixtape era to the. No, okay, I got a question. What, last question. Let's have, I'm asking you a question. What's the best debut R&B album for a male? Well, as a Chris Brown fan. Huh? Thank you. Young Love. You said Keith what, Sweat. Chris Brown had a. Chris Brown really first album? album? Yeah, that first album was amazing. I got a Chris plaque Brown for that first, first album. album. I would say. Yeah, I was with my artist on the first Trey album. Trey Song got a good first album too, right? What was on it? Trey though? You can't say good. You got to say what was on it. I had his picture in my locker. What in is that? Give me five songs from the, the album. It was green. Sean, he, it was Sean, green with the. Give me five the songs from the album. Just gotta make it. Which one? Trey? No, not you. I'm doing oh. Trey. Can Trey? I, can no, I don't look? look at your phone. That's I mean. He was on Google earlier. Um, <laughs> and I'm not a music historian. I could do the I could do the Chris Brown album. That's what I said first. So why is that not your first one? I, I did say that Usher. first. I said Chris Brown first. Usher. Seven eight oh two. No, not, eight not, not, not my way. Uh, Usher first. Usher first album was it called? No, it wasn't my way. Was second album? Uh, Bryson Tiller. That's a good one. Bryson Tiller's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Uh, no, that wasn't. It. Yeah, that, that was like he had. Um, can you get with it? It's only. So a I'm sticking with Chris Brown. In I'm sticking with Chris Brown. In I already got my answer. By the way. My answer is simple. My answer is my answer is the Dreams first album. Oh, that those two are cousins. The Dreams the first dream. album is the best yes. male R and B yeah. debut to me. You knew that answer when you asked that question. No, I didn't. I, no, I really didn't. I was because I was going to say switch R. Up Kelly. Your question, I know, though. right? It's okay. <laughs> because it's not, it's, it's, not it's not specified. It's not specified. He had to. Like you say, somebody said we're going to say two chains. You'd be like, all right. So it's from we talking about from true mixtape. Yeah. We're talking about from yeah. Because I was going with Nelly Country Grammar. That's the one I was going with. He's not R and B though, but that's what she's. He switched up the question. Oh, no, 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 no. She said the best male R and B. She album. said rap. No, no, she no. She said that's like me asking you, what's the best man you ever had? Like, what the fuck is the best sex? The best man to care? It's so many. You gotta be specific. What's your answer? Best male R and B debut. Okay, I was going with the initial question with rap. I was going with Nelly, the country grammar. But. You know, listen, I don't even know all the songs on the album, but I'm 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 a diehard Chris Brown fan, so I'm going Chris. I could do Young um his first album. So give me that. She want the love it, love. <laughs> was, it wasn't the album, was it? Uh, um, his album was it was a self titled. Usher's first album was self titled. I think um, Usher. Usher. You said that? Usher wouldn't even say that. So I, I wasn't classified. I was classified when you got with JD as his first album. No, no, no. Personally, that's Mike, what I was going to classify. I'm saying, Don, uh, hold on. Wait, I'm gonna ask Don because you're. Uh, what's your What's your answer, Don? Was that the eight five zero? Male R&B album. Okay, okay, got it. debut. Because R. Kelly is R. Kelly first album was R. Kelly in public announcement. That wasn't. Y'all niggas is missing. Y'all niggas is totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Miss, I can't believe that we even talking about this. Who is it? Off the wall. 
Not, but but my cousin, I consider R and B album. He was he was already famous. He was already one of the most they famous the people Jackson, in the world. Though. Sorry, is his debut is his debut solo album. No, no, nah. How did I change? Is his de- debut? That's not R&B the first time we heard him. No, that wasn't the first time we heard him. But he's a Jackson. Off the wall is not an R and B album. No, it's actually a disco album. Oh my! Ooh, God. he keeps saying Keith Sweat. I don't the, know the, a Keith Sweat album. I know his music. No, 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 no. That make it last forever, definitely. Something, something just ain't right. I gotta go to see it out. We got the yeah, yeah. Keith, Keith Sweat first album was a motherfucker. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know what year Aaron was born in. <laughs> we know what year Aaron was born I'm in. Surprised he didn't say Marvin Gaye. So. <laughs> Make it last forever. Uh-huh. Something ain't just ain't right. Uh-huh. Right in the wrong way. Uh-huh. Tell me it's me you want. Uh-huh. I want her. Uh-huh. Mm, make it last forever. Crazy. Crazy. In the rain. Uh-huh. How deep is your love? Outside. Don't stop oh, your love. That's a that's a oh, that's a though. Listen, that's an unskippable album. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's an unskippable album. I, st- I still think Listen. the Dreams first album is a little bit better. But, but, okay. So I'm standing on my Virgo shit right now, Don. <laughs> I'm gonna die on the Virgo shit right now, Don. I'm gonna die on the Virgo shit right now. I don't know, it though, but I, I it think. It, I it think, was close, though. Hey, Ray, I got a question. Name another one. Oh, sure. No. Neo, Neo first album. Neo first album was incredible. That's a fact. Neo first album. That's a fact. No, that's second. Mm-mm. No, Mavra's on the first album. Is it? Definitely. Thought, that's no, I'm still not. Thinking, <laughs> no, no, when I'm thinking about Mirror, I ain't gonna lie. When I'm thinking about Mirror, I'm thinking about Justin Timberlake's Mirror. Oh. It's like in my mirror. Oh. We talking about that, that other song. <laughs> so sick. So sick. The Dreams Love Hate album is... What? Wait, Chris Brown's album had um, Poppin', Say Goodbye, Give Me That, Yo, Run It. Those are all from the same album. That's nigga, five, that's five all hits it, right there. Okay. Nigga, the Dream hits. had the Dream Love Hate album. Shawty is the shit. I love your girl. Fast Car, Nikki. She needs my love. Falsetto, Playing in My Hair, Purple Kisses, falsetto. Ditch That. Love not, songs. There's no skip on that album. Only one, only one in, in the, the Rihanna Living the Live record is good. And the other song, the, the, the worst song on this album is the, the most personal. It's a song called Mama. That's like the most, it's, it's a song that dedicated to his mom. It's like, and it's like, it's like just not a hit. This, I, don't, I think I'll still give him a cue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ooh. We know what year you was they born to now. For the people who can't hear. So now we I'm got D'Angelo and Keith Sweat on the table. Ain't that wrong being old, by the way. I'm just saying, when D'Angelo came out, I was Look fucking at right, little disrespecting kid. Disrespecting the OGs in the room. I was told not to call people old, call them OGs. Huh? So I'm replacing wise. old with OGs. Wise. wise. You know, I'm wise. Nah, Legacy. Time, crazy, I'm, I'm looking at it. Uh oh. Stay with me. Let me get um so sick. When you're mad, it just ain't right. Mera, sexy love. That's that's way better than that dream. Keep going. Sorry. It go go, that hill. We at the top of that hill, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go down that hill now. (laughs) Nigga, nigga, stop, Stanza. Keep going. No, no, no. Give him the mic back. Give him the mic back. Don't save him. (laughs) (laughs) Listen now. Read the rest of the titles. All right, we got stay. Let me get this right. So sick. When you're you starting over. We already heard those. I, I'm, I'm going. It just ain't right. Mera, sign me up. I ain't got to tell you that. I don't know that song. 
But I ain't gotta tell you that. No. You don't know that song? No one in here does. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. We going down the hill, my nigga. We cruising. Get down, <laughs> oh, oh, get we down like that. Huh? Get down like that. With the with Ghostface on the remix, that's a fact. Sexy love. Let go. I don't you said that already. That let go. What's let go? Tom. I don't really remember that one either. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of do. Neil's first album was, was fun. It's incredible. It was flame. It's incredible. But that's more than, than Dream's first album right there. No. I just yeah. named Dream's whole album. It was only two, once. You, name, you can name all the songs. But we I can sing every record. Here we go with this singing record shit again. Oh, boy. <laughs> Purple Kids Make him sing crazy. a song from the album on the spot. Make him sing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How about you sing some shit? How about you sing some shit? Before we rap, before we rap, before we rap, on Queens, on motherfucking Queens, nigga, you Burgundy Jack from Queens, motherfucking New York. Eddie Murphy and motherfucking Arsenio Hall landed there to find their wives, nigga. I need you to give me a Nas verse. You have a whole week. <laughs> we have a whole week. He's from Queens. But you from Queens? That's a fact. I am. Born and raised. Give me a Nas verse. I'm gonna do that next week, right? But I, I have a challenge. But, but I, I got a challenge. I got a challenge because you know. Um, my person next to me is oh, really driven hey, me. Hold on, this ain't the don. This is this so, a part of the show we call each other out. Yeah. So, Tamara. <laughs> I, no, no, listen, no, 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 no. I said the person next to me, you right here, right? Let's go. You know. um, Tamara, I don't know yeah, nothing. Yeah. I want to know, though. Um, let me get a Harlem verse. Go uptown to Harlem. Tell them that I sent shots. It's August. I'm going to November. I need a That's the middle of the verse. That's not the beginning. No, we want the verse from beginning to the end. Exactly. I could do it from the beginning. Um, I got to do the whole thing. Come on, let's go. Yeah, but I ain't going to say I can't do it. Today's a new day. Got the bootleg up in my suitcase. Go uptown to Harlem. Tell them that I sent shots. Tell them it's August. I'm going to November. I need a couple broads in my coupe. Have them sent up. Keep going. Keep going. Oh. Shitting on Jack. Let's have go. Have my squad have him sent up, please. I see a town, I like it. See some niggas getting money in a town, I like it. So I run up with him on a pound and like it. Like it's my block now, all right, kid? <laughs> and he understood me quite clear. From that thing bang out and ring out the side of his right ear. And I got back to my business, back to my bitches, back to the kitchen at Pirates Whipping. Uh -oh. I like that. It's hard stuff sitting. Like, come on. Hold you on. want me to do another one? I gotta redeem myself. We gotta let Jack redeem himself. I can do another I gotta, one. I'm gonna make it easy on you. I'm gonna I'm make go it. To Mason, Hold on, Tamira. I gotta let him redeem himself. Wait, she I turned to a battle rapper, y'all. I, I, I gotta let him redeem himself. Jack. Jack. Hold on. Jack, I'm gonna let you redeem yourself. Give me one verse of Get Richard Dottrine album that's not a single. Ooh. It's 50. Don't help him. That's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna do that next week. We went. No, 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 How are you gonna tell me? Hold on. How are you gonna tell me, Jack Burgundy Jack? How are you gonna tell me that Get Richard Die Trying is a better album than Ready to Die, nigga? And you can't recite one. I don't, I don't remember verses. <laughs> no. I drank a we, lot in my life. I think I, yeah. 
Okay. Hey, listen, Don. Culture Report score is Tamir one. Zach, okay, cool. ne- Zach Jack gonna- is negative zero. Okay. He negative one. <laughs> this is the Culture Report. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsors, the sponsors, the sponsors. Oh, shout out to our sponsors. I'm trying to redeem yourself. I'm trying to redeem yourself. Hey, 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 hey. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to our sponsors. Yoko Vodka. Shout out to our sponsors, Toten Carry. We got some crazy coming with Toten Carry, by the way. I can't wait for y'all to see it. We dropping the next month. Shout out to our sponsors. Like, subscribe. Please support. We are out. Thank you, guys. Jack, you lost it. <laughs> you want to Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.